Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, Thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! Hands on the football first as we get ready to go here at Jaeger Stadium in Topeka. Win could be a factor. We'll see if that does indeed become a factor as this game proceeds here this afternoon out of the south. And Washburn's going to be going into that wind and there's going to be a warm one as well. We'll see what effect that has on the contest for today's game. It's 83 degrees right now as we get set for kickoff, but they're calling for temperatures into the upper 80s. Right now the wind listed out of the south at 15, but it's going to gust higher into the 30s. So we'll see what kind of effect it has on today's game. We're ready to get this one started. Your opening kickoff presented by Simpson Farm Enterprises, new and pre-owned sprayers and parts. You can visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises, Ransom Hayes, Great Ben Beloit, and in Grand Island, Nebraska. Jeff Liker, our producer-engineer, back of the Tiger Radio Studios with Dustin Armbruster, Jonathan Zweigert. This is Gerard Welbrock, and we are ready for Tiger football and glad to have you a part of it here this afternoon along the Tiger Sports Network. Four-day state in all white today, black numbers, gold trim, the black helmet with the gold Tiger logo on the side. Washburn wearing their home dark blue jerseys, white numbers trimmed in the powder blue with white pants, and they have... The dark blue helmet with a silver W on each side and the gray face mask. So ready to go, Fort A State and Washburn here this afternoon from Jaeger Stadium. Tigers have not fared well. They've won only one of their last 10 games here at this stadium. Good group of Tiger fans making the trip. A lot of them in the Topeka area, ready to go and still a lot of folks filing in from the tailgating here just to the south of the stadium on the Washburn campus. We're ready to get this one started. There's the kick from Parker Jenke, and it's going to be taken four yards deep in the end zone and brought out to the 15-20. Bit of a crease, and then Letcher gets hit at the 25 and taken down at the 26 by Jonathan Taylor. So a good kickoff with the wind at the back of Fort A. State's kickoff specialist Parker Jenke and kicked it well into the end zone, but Washburn's going to start at their own. 27 is where they're going to mark the football here to start this football game. Mitch Schurig, their quarterback, career high, 410 yards passing in their ball game at Emporia State, the Turnpike Tussle. He's going to start with Talon Peters, the sophomore out of Salina Central High. He was heavily recruited by about every school in Kansas. He'll be the running back. Two receivers far side. They give to Peters, running right off the left end, and he takes it out to about the 32-yard line, brought down by Jordan Starks and Miles Menges. That was nothing secretive about that. He got the ball and went right off the uh, left tackle and gets it out to the 
34-yard line on first down, a gain of seven. Uh, he is a load at 210 pounds. You're going to have to hit him low, and that's exactly what one of the Tigers figured out early on on this drive. Second down and three for Washburn. Same play. That time the Tigers are there to stretch it out and bring him down for a short gain. Dalton Kuhn, the Smith Center product, able to read that one, and it's going to be a short gain of about a yard and a half across the 35. Mark of the 36, so he gets two, and here we go. Third down and two for the Ichabods. They are 51% on third downs this year, 35 is 69. That is fourth in the MIAA, 18th best in the country. They went five for 15 on third downs a week ago. Now Washburn made a very late substitution. Hunter Browning is one of the wide receivers. He comes into the ball game late. He'll line up just to the left of the tackle. They're going to send a man in motion. That's Matthew Simmons, the tight end. They give it to the running back, and he's stuffed, but he's going to have enough for the first down. Tigers defended it pretty well. Jimon Preston, the tackle, is just a simple run up the middle, but they only needed two. They get it up to the 39-yard line, picking up three, and the Ichabods a first down here on their opening drive. Well, that is the advantage of having seven yards on first down mm-hmm. is you can just run it straight forward and pick up what you need to get a new set of chains. Three wide receivers to the right side now for Washburn. Sure again the shotgun and Peters the running back lines up to his right. First drive of the game no score. Handoff again to Peters dashes through the middle. Brooks a couple of tackles. Keon Clark got him by the ankle then finished off by Jimon Preston but a big hole right up the middle and there you go. That time they go for eight on first down. Up seven. They mark it out just across the 46 yard line. Well and again it is the uh, run that will establish what happens with the pass as this goes along and it gives Shurig more time. Haven't passed it yet. Everything's been on the ground. This will be the fifth play of the drive. It started back at their own 27-yard line. There's a stretch play near side. That's Peter Affle, the wide receiver. Tigers stretch him out. He's going to lose a yard back to the 45. There were five white jerseys there. John Johnson and Jordan Starks get credit for the tackle. That'll be a one-yard loss. They gave it to the wide receiver out of Lawrence. Peter Affle from Coffeyville Community College, and he loses a yard. Great job there by Four-Day State to stretch that play to the near sideline. That's because the bandit backers and the cornerbacks never got turned in on the play, and so it just kept forcing outside. They were able to set the edge. Well done. Third and four for the Ichabods. James Letcher, an outstanding receiver, goes in motion. He'll line up on the right, left of the formation. Shotgun snap. Shurik's first pass attempt. He's being chased. He's sacked. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, so it won't be a sack. Keon Clark, who lost his helmet gets credit for the tackle it'll be no gain he probably won't get a sack because it didn't lose yardage but great job by that front four they got great penetration and get the quarterback of the line of scrimmage yeah they absolutely collapsed the pocket but right now the offense is staying on the on the field Keon Clark had to leave the game because his helmet came off fourth down and four Ichabod's from the 45 I think they may try to get the Tigers to jump. And we'll sure back up and yep. punt. We've seen a lot of teams do that over the years. He slapped the hands. Tigers do not bite. It's fourth and five from their own 45-yard line. Less than five minutes game. Shurig takes the snap. They are going to run a play. He throws near side. Caught. It's going to be a little out pattern. Ty Cooper makes the tackle. Jace Williams is on the sideline. Slow to get up. It looks like he's all right. Jace Williams, he's got to be a... 27 years old it feels like but he makes the catch and it's a first down to the tiger 48 so they go for it on fourth down and they pick up seven 
And the Ichabods keep the drive alive. They were stopped on third down, but convert on fourth down. And now they have it inside Tiger territory on their opening drive, going from left to right, north to south, into this wind. Hand off to Peters, dances through a hole, gets by the secondary. He's into the clear at the 30, taken down to the Tiger 25-yard line. Menges and Starks, it was Starks who got him. Boy, that offensive line created a gaping hole right up the middle as Keon Clark returns the game for Fort A. State of the Ichabods down to the Tiger 25 on a gain of 23. Well, and the the advantage on the mental side of this really going Washburn's way, converting on third, yep. converting on fourth, starting to break the Tigers just a little bit on this first drive. Their offensive line has created some good holes for their running back, Taylor Peters out of Salina Central. He's lined up left of Shurik, gets the carry again up the middle, finds a hole, and then it's taken down, but he still lunges forward for about three. Jimon Preston coming in from that cornerback spot, hitting him low, which you have to do. Three-yard gain down to the 22-yard line, sets up second down and well, and it's just methodical, uh, and Washburn has only gone in reverse on one play for negative one yard, and they were able to overcome that easily. 45 yards rushing on this drive, seven through the air on that fourth down conversion. Two receivers left, tight end here to the right is Matthew Simmons. The throw from Schurig, and he's going to overshoot his tight end. Good coverage there by Ty Cooper. He had the tight end bottled up, and Schurig... Felt some pressure, I think, had to maybe throw it a little bit earlier than he wanted, threw it high and incomplete. Yeah, two linebacker blitz, both of the uh, freshmen. It was Menges, and they just came crashing down the middle after seeing the quarterback try to escape up the middle. And so they just came running hard as they could into the backfield and just threw the timing off on the play. Letcher is a wide receiver, split to the left side. So is Hunter Browning. Chase Williams, who had that big fourth down catch here to the right. Snap back to Shurig. Play action. He's hit. There's going to be a sack for Miles Menges. Shurig faked the handoff, and Miles Menges was right there to slam him down at the 28-yard line. A loss of six, and there's a sack for Fort A. State. That could not have been read better by Miles Menges. He blitzed, hit the open hole, but on that time, he saw the read option, and so he slow played it. That way, if the quarterback decided to hand it off, he was able to make the tackle there. He quarterback kept, and he was right on Shuri. Now it's fourth down and 13. The Ichabods going for it. They converted on fourth and four earlier into this win, certainly probably out of the field goal range of Cameron Lake, whose long is 48 this year, and they're going to call timeout. They let that play clock down to one, and we'll see what the Ichabods do. Of course, Mitch Shurik, his dad, is the head coach here, Craig Shurik. And while we have an opportunity, let's congratulate Zach Watkins, yes. inducted into the Washburn Hall of Fame earlier this morning, an outstanding linebacker for the Ichabods. He spent some time in Hayes as an assistant coach at Fort Hayes State. He's the co-defensive coordinator, and a congratulations to him. We're going to have a timeout here by Washburn. They turn this into a That's what I'm wondering timeout. if it is a media. They didn't signal. Let's go ahead. Uh, let's keep it here. We'll make that up. I never saw them signal from the crew. Well, yeah, and there's no, yeah, there's there's no, no particular red hat yeah. that is at the game. So we'll go I ahead. I think that's probably what it happened. I think they did, but we'll keep it here. It's going to be a fourth down play. We'll make that up as we go. Fort A. State football brought to you by Bud Light. Your first quarter presented by Bud Light for the fans. Enjoy a nice cold Bud Light today, and remember to always drink responsibly. Washford is converted on fourth down once today, and uh, they will have a fourth and 
13 from the Tiger, 28, but a big sack from Miles Menges. Well, certainly probably had a little bit more to think about on fourth and 13 than would have been fourth and about seven, but the offense trots back out there again. So it looks like the Yikabods are indeed going to go for it on fourth and we'll say 13 for the Tiger, 28. Opening possession, big play in this game. Letcher started off left. Now the wide receiver lines up in the right slot. Browning here this side, four wide receiver sets. Sheward back to throw. He's going to the end zone, and it's going to be incomplete. He had a receiver open, Peter Affel. It went in and out of his hands. Devin White was late in pursuit, but he may have got a hand on that as well. And the Ichabods, an incomplete pass on fourth down, and Forday State gets a stop on downs, and they're going to take over, so they are able to get a big-time stop. will have it at their own 28-yard line. And the Tigers got some pressure into the backfield, and sure, he had to unload that a little sooner than he wanted. And to get it to the back of the end zone, that meant more loft, more time in the air, and more of an opportunity for the Tigers' Devin White to get there and break it up. So the Tigers get a fourth down stop. They'll take over first and 10 of their own 28-yard line. Their first possession, they'll be going from our right to left. That is with the wind at their back, south to north here at Jaeger Stadium. Fuller, quick pass on first down, caught by Schremer at the 35. Then he gets rope-tied and slammed to the turf hard by Marquise Manning. We saw Landon Urban do that in 2019. The Fort A. State's chance, Fuller knocked him out of the game. They grabbed him, lifted him up, and slammed him to the turf at the 35, but he gets seven. Seven yards on that first down pass. Yeah, it's a suplex, and he stopped the forward momentum, and it's not necessarily how physical the play is, but it happened after the yeah. whistle. First and, or I should say second down and three. Tigers from their own 35 on the right hash. Soto in motion on the backfield. Oh, threw it to him, and he led him too far. He was open in the flat. It would have been a first down, but Chance Fuller just led him a little bit too far, and now it's third down and three for Fort A. State. It's probably the one thing that Chance has not quite developed to the coaching staff's liking is the touch on that pass. If he's throwing 90-mile-an-hour fastballs, he threw 88. He needed the full changeup to get it out there into the hands of Soto. American and National League Divisional Series underway. That's a great analogy. Third down and three for the Tigers. They're 52% this year. Fuller straight drop back with time. Now flush to his right. He's got a man open. That's Manny Ramsey. First down. Breaks a tackle. 40 up the sideline. 45 into the 47. He was hit, broke off the initial tackle. Kevin Neal finally knocked him down at the 47-yard line. He picks up 12, and the Tigers convert on third down, but it's the yard after catch. He gets about six more yards. He would have had the first down after the initial catch, but broke off that first tackle, and the Tigers up to their own 47 on their opening drive in a scoreless game. First one to congratulate him on the sideline with a shove, Chris Brown. A loving shove. Okachuku wide receiver here to the near side. First carry for Soto. He's hit at the line of scrimmage. Still gets positive yardage, about 2 to the 49. He was hit the instant he took that handoff. There was a host of blue jerseys there, but it was Kevin Neal who made the tackle on the far side to bring him down. Two-yard gain on the first down run. And Fort A State has second down at eight, but they still get positive yardage. They have not given up a ton of tackle for losses this year. It's the first run that the Tigers have had today, and that tells you the threat of their running game the last two games that they come out and use the pass right away. Back Fort A State, the fewest tackles for loss allowed in the MIAA. There's a counter play handed off to Chapman, and Keelan gets his ankle taken out from under him. He was submarined 
on that play by Peyton Lane. And we have a timeout as an injured Ichabod on the field. I think it's Jacob Anderson, redshirt senior from Topeka High. He is injured on that play. He was not a part of the tackle. That was a nice play by Peyton Lane. Took the legs out from Chapman, who is a strong runner. He only gets one to the 50, and they will attend to the injury. We'll go ahead. Let's pause and take our our uh, commercial break. You're listening to Fort A. State Football on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Third down and seven for Fort Hayes State. The Tigers at midfield. No score opening possession. They got a fourth down stop. Now Washburn crowds the line of scrimmage. Fuller in the shotgun. He's got Soto to his right. Ramsey, Okachuku, wide receivers here to the left side. Butkey, the tight end. Schreer to the right. And the Tigers jump early, I believe. Flag on the play. Throw down field. Caught by Butkey. He's got a first down if the play stands at the 36. Washburn may have been the ones who jumped. It was Shannon Ross, the tackle at the 36-yard. Line again of 14. We'll see about the penalty marker. Well, it'd be my belief that it's offside. They would have let the, the play, play go. Yeah. Look like Strutter was looking back. It's offsides. Washburn yard pass to Butkey. They're going to give him 14 now to the 36. I want to tell you something about the way that Washburn is tackling. It's all high, very high shoulder pad level. Manny Ramsey's run off a hit. We have saw Soto get out of a hit behind the line of scrimmage, and now Butkey shakes off one off his left shoulder. Right now, Washburn tackling very high, and Fort Hayes State is not phased by it. First and 10, Tigers down to the Ichabod 36 on their opening drive after getting a fourth down stop. Ramsey and Okachuku, wide receivers here to the left. Soto gets the carry up the middle. Not a lot of room, but he still gets positive yard it's still on his feet and they finally blow the play dead at about the 28 yard line they'll get about three yards on the play Braden Rose the tackle the 33 yard line excuse me not the 28 so it's a gain of three on that run but again positive yardage we mentioned and I think it's an important stat Fort A State has given up the fewest tackles for loss they get positive yardage on plays and stay in system offensively Second down, seven. Tigers from the Ichabod, 28-yard line. No score, first quarter. Down to six minutes to play. Fuller, empty backfield. Slam pattern, caught by Okachuku. Breaks off a tackle that has two Ichabods to bring him down to the 28, but he's got a first and 10. They're going to mark him actually at the 24-yard line. So he picks up nine on that completion. That was a big, strong catch by Okachuku. Derek McClendon, the tackle, along with Malik Fall. But Fort A. State moves the change. Their third first round on their opening position. And now the Tigers are going to bring in Vashon Waiters at quarterback. They'll have three receivers, Ramsey, Budke, and Okochuku to the left. Empty backfield. It's going to be a run by the quarterback. Waiters to the 20. Inside the 15. They're going to mark him down right at the 15-yard line. He was brought down by Brooks Peebler. They're going to mark him. Actually said his knee hit at the 16. It's an eight-yard run on first down. He is a bruising quarterback. And Fort A. State continues to incorporate their backup, Vashon Waiters, out of Miami. Well, and again, it was a tackle up high. And Vashon Waiters was able to muscle the guy down for a couple of extra yards. Tigers down to the Ichabod 16-yard line, opening possession. They've got it second down and about... Three yards to go. Fuller from the shotgun. Steps up in the pocket. He's looking to the end zone, trying to find Butkey, and it's incomplete. There was some jostling at the goal line, trying to get away from Kevin Neal, but the pass overthrown, and Butkey unable to run under it. And now it's going to bring up third down and three for the Tigers. Yeah, and, and I imagine that uh, that Butkey would like a pass interference, but that's one of those where both were jostling. 
and you had Butkey with a little bit of a an arm push off to get a little free. Yeah. The the back reached out, kind of pulled him back in. You have to let some of that go, or you're going to have 33 penalties, and you're going to be doing the game until 10:30 at night. You still, that's still on your mind from last night in Dodge. Still a little tired. Glad to have you here. It's a little counterplay. Handoff, Keelan Chapman. He can't get out of an ankle tackle. Gets down to the 14, but should have a first down, I think. Well, let's see where they mark it. It's going to be close. Brandon Rose, the tackle. They're going to mark it just inside. It is at the 14-yard line. They need about the 13 and a half. So Fort A State is about a yard short, and it looks like they're going to go for it here on fourth down. Washburn converted on one fourth down, but failed on the second. And that's when Fort A State got this possession. So Fort A State needs about a half of a yard from the Ichabod 14-yard line. No score first quarter. Fuller slaps the hands. Now he runs up under center, Senatuli. They get the play. The clock is down to four. Play clock at two. There's the snap. Handoff Sodo. He's going to have the first down. Still on his feet all the way to the 11-yard line. He picks up three on that fourth down run. He needed about a yard. Malik Fall, the tackle, but it's a first and 10 for Fort A. State on the opening possession, methodically moving the ball down the field. This is going to be play number 13 for the Tigers. You know, this week I went back and found some of Adrian Soto's high school highlights on huddle. And the dude runs just like he did in high school. It's nothing flashy, but nobody stops him. And then when he gets clear, nobody catches him. It is remarkable how much of a similar runner he is here in college. Tigers first and 10 for the Ichabod 11-yard line. Fuller pump fake, steps up, throws it to Soto at the 5. He's brought down immediately, but gets 6 yards on that first down completion. Brooks Peebler, the tackle, he was not the primary target. Nobody was open in the end zone, but a check down by Fuller. And right in the middle of the field, wide open, was his running back, Adrian Soto, for a 6-yard gain. It is second down and 3 from the Ichabod 5. Tigers trying to draw first blood here. There's no score. We're down to 325 to go in the first quarter. Washburn drove it all the way down to the 26, but we're stopped on fourth down. It's such a good route by Soto because he found that soft spot, didn't get himself too deep, so when he was able to make the catch, he could turn around and not just get hit in the face. He'll line up right of the quarterback. Fuller takes the snap. Here's the blitz. Chance throws. He's got Butkey wide open. Touchdown, Fort A. State. Hunter Butkey with a six-yard touchdown catch, and Fort A. State scores on the opening draft. Drive. He got by Peebler in the end zone, and it's six to nothing. Tigers with 3:06 to go in quarter number one. Caden Spencer came on a safe, or excuse me, Channon Ross came on a safety blitz, and Pat Kelly ran him all the way back behind the quarterback, Chance Fuller, and planted him on the turf. Pat Kelly helped make that possible because of giving Chance the extra time. Avila Castro in for the extra point, and he splits the upright. So Fort A. State, who got a fourth down stop defensively, drives down the field methodically and scores on their opening possession of the ball game. Now we have immediate timeout. We'll take the break. 3.06 to go in the first quarter. 7-0 Tigers on the Tigers Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Tiger football brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, 14 plays, 72 yards. They're not season long and highs for Fort A. State, but a methodical opening drive, and they lead 7-0. Eight passing plays, six rushing plays, more yards on the run on the passing than the run but it's what the tigers have been able to do in getting three and four yards on the first down runs in order to set up 
third and manageable. By the way, 53 and 10 under Chris Brown when scoring first of the Tigers. Kick a yard deep into the end zone. Lutcher's going to bring it out. He's at the 15 and taken down to the 20. And then a late flag comes in. That was, I believe, was that Hunter Brown on the tackle? No, that was Shane Watts who had a big time hit a week ago on a kick return during the comeback for Fort Hayes State. We'll see about the flag, which is the back of the 15-yard line. This may even pin the Ichabods further deep. Yeah, it will. Illegal block in the back by Washburn. It's going to be on Alex Thomas, an Aurora, Colorado product. That's the reason the hole was created, because the Tigers were closing down. They did a good job staying in their lane, and then the 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 sea opened up, and that's because of the block in the back. And I know fans at times, and as broadcasters, sometimes we're not sure about the calls. When two officials from 15 <laughs> yards out are both launching their flags to the same spot, pretty, obvious. pretty sure that they saw it. First and 10, Ichabods are going to start at their own eight-yard line. Their second possession, they converted on fourth down, but then did not. There's a handoff. That is Zach Willis, who was an honorable mention, all MIAA running back in 19, his first carry out to the 14. Dalton Kuhn, the tackle. Gain of six on that first down run for Washburn, and they've had a steady dose of running the football today. These are the two highest passing teams in the MIAA, but Washburn's used a lot of run. These running backs are huge. Yeah. Peters is 5'10", 200. Willis is 5'8", 210. They're like bowling balls just per- trying per- to knock pins over. Percy Mitchell, who has played some as well, 5'11", 215 is their number three back who does get some time. Shurig to throw here on second down. Dumps it in the flat. It's caught by his tight end, Simmons. Brought down immediately at the 17 by John Johnson. And actually that was a pass completion to Trey Pavarnik. And they're going to be short of the first down. Brings up third down and about. They're going to mark it at the 17, so it's third down and one. He needed an extra yard there. And now they are going to move the chains. Oh, wow. They give him a first down. They were, I guess. Uh, Washburn doesn't even know that. Yeah, they came I mean, out, they're coming out in a third and short yeah, package. They, they had a third down, and then the officials said move the chain. So first and 10, Washburn, they actually move it up to the 18-yard line. So they completed there. Now's a running play by Willis right up the middle. Boy, good running room out to about the 23. Jimon Preston the tackle. That's going to be a good, healthy five-yard gain. Well, the PA just announced first down. He did not see that they moved him at second down and five. Well, the Tigers even substituted out their package as well because they brought in extra some extra size. Well, they had originally set the chains for third and one, and then at the last minute moved them. So it's second down and five after that run on first down for the Ichabods. Back to pass is the quarterback. And Shurig has his tight end. Actually, that's, is that Jace Williams? I couldn't tell if that was Williams or Simmons. Matthew Simmons, yeah. Yep, Simmons. Miles Ben just the tackle, but up to the 31-yard line. And that'll move the chains again on a gain of eight. Yeah, Men just getting up just a little gingerly after that. But that's a big tight end, yeah. 6'1", 215. And Menges is 6'4", 230. Stopped him in his tracks. I've been trying to tell people the size of Miles Menges. This dude is 30 pounds away from being an offensive lineman. <laughs> yeah. Simmons, a freshman, redshirt freshman out of O'Fallon, Missouri, went to Francis Howell High School in the St. Louis area. First and 10, Ichabods, after their own 31, they were stopped on fourth down on their opening possession. Tigers up 7-0, Shurig to throw across the middle, overshoots his intended target, James Letcher. Great coverage by Fort Hayes State. And we're going to have a roughing the passer penalty on Fort Hayes State. Jimon Preston had great coverage, but a mistake there by Fort Hayes State. It's going to give the Ichabods an automatic first down, and Ike Egwa not happy. Such a silly mistake. It was Wyatt Seidel, maybe. 
Yep, he's coming out. Such a silly mistake. The pass was away, overthrew. You did the job. You got the pressure. Silly mistake. So the penalty is going to give Washburn a first down. It's going to move it all the way up to the 46-yard line. So they get a first down via the penalty, and you're going to have him set up in third down and five. First down, Washburn from their own 46, and now we get movement, and I think Washburn jumped off sides. Yeah, they had two or three yeah. guys moving a little yeah, early. they were uh, illegal procedures. That's going to back them up five down to the 41-yard line. So all of a sudden a penalty-ridden possession here. 7-0 Tigers. We're down to 32 seconds left in this first quarter. Fort A State has had one possession. They went 14 plays and 72 yards for a touchdown. It came after they got a fourth down stop defensively. Now Washburn has had it up to the 46. Now they're on 41 on their second possession. Tells you how these teams are valuing yeah. touchdowns today, not field goals. Double tight end set, high snap to Schurig, hands it off to Zach Willis. Tigers clog it up. Keon, oh, it breaks out of the initial hit. Keon Clark clogged it up, and then there was three Tigers there, Sanders and Starks to make the tackle out at the 44-yard line. Gain of three. They had it bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Willis gets three, and now it's second down and 12. And we'll bring Jonathan Zweigert in here before too long as there's only 10 seconds in this quarter. But uh, the defensive line is going to get a, uh, a chewing here between the first and second quarter. And that's good. That will get you in a second, Jay-Z. That's the end of the first quarter. 7-0 Tigers after one. Second quarter action is next here on the Tigers Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. 7-0 Tigers. Your first quarter was brought to you by Bud Light. For the fans, enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today. Let's go downstairs. Jonathan Zweigert, uh, offensive line, defensive line, played well, but a couple of miscues here in the first quarter. Yeah, and Dustin talked about it. Uh, each one of the defensive linemen so far have uh, had their fair share of chewing so far from the Tigers' sideline, whether it's the mistake on the roughing the passer on the quarterback or just uh, misplaying and getting out of your rush zone. Sideline reports today brought to you again by Hayes Kalon. Make your yard the greener side of the fence with their four-step total on program. Second down, and we'll call it 12 for the Ichabods from their own 43. First play here of quarter number two, little comeback pass to the tight end Simmons, and it went right through his hands and incomplete, and now it's third down and 12. Yeah, and Tigers are lucky because I was going to be a catch at about the 50. It was running room for the tight end. Menges and Preston are giving chase, but... It was going to be a while until they got there. One of the two over-pursued the fake to the right and then the peel back for that uh, kind of like a naked tight end boot back to the other way. Oh, you a station break. We'll get that here after this play. Third down for the Ichabods. Third down and 12 from their own 44-yard line. And so far today, they are one for three on third down. So they'll have two receivers right, one here to the left. That is Jace Williams, tight end this side as well. He'll run a route. Shurik throws. He's got a man camped out at the 50, makes the catch. Tigers bring him down short of the first down at the 46-yard line. John Johnson did a good job of pursuing Peter Offel, or Affle at the 46. Ichabods get only two, and they're going to bring the punt team on. And oh, they're gonna, Are they going to bring the punt team on? They... No, have not, not sure. no Lane Spiker is not on the field. They're punters, so we'll keep it right here for this fourth down and two. They've converted once on fourth down today, one for two on their fourth down tries. They need to get it to the Tiger 44. They're at the 46. 
7-0 Fort A. State early second quarter. Now some confusion. The two tight ends line up wrong, and they're going to have to call a timeout with two on the play clock. Gives us a chance to pause 10 seconds. For station identification, you're listening to Fort A. State football. So Washburn has only one timeout remaining. They ran that play clock all the way down. Whether it was intentional, it looked like some confusion for that fourth down and two play. It wasn't intentional because Mitch Schurig looked over at the sideline and did the football equivalent of give me the play faster so we can play football, spinning his fingers to let, I don't know, maybe Dad know, hey, come on, let's go. Come on, Dad. Today's second presented by Budweiser, the great American lager. Enjoy a nice cold Bud today, and remember to always drink responsibly. It's also brought to you by the Taco Shop. Dine in, carry out, or fast delivery, the Taco Shop. Just east of campus on 8th Street, you know the number, 625-7114, or use the Taco Shop app. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so good. 7-0, Fort A. State. Tigers have had the ball once today. A 15-play officially, 72-yard drive. Hunter Butke, a six-yard touchdown catch from Chance Fuller. Now it's fourth down and two. Ichabods go to the I formation. Connor Searcy is in there at fullback. Four-down lineman, Shurik under center, hands it off to Willis. He's hit, and Tess stretches forward right at the marker, right at the 44. They're going to give him a first down. Will White, the tackle. So Washburn with their second fourth down conversion today. Two out of three, keeps the drive alive. They needed two. They got two down to the 44-yard line. It is a little bit of an odd strategy, isn't it? I mean, they are just not even thinking about the punter hasn't even stepped foot towards the field yet we saw him warming up before the game so we know they have one set first and ten and little comeback pass to Letcher and he gets hit immediately he broke an initial tackle but Miles Menges finishes up off Preston tried to reach around there trying to set up a screen Menges slowed him down or excuse me a Jimon Preston slowed him down then Menges finishes him off no gain at the 44 second down and 10 for the Ichabods now moving with the wind at their back early second quarter seven nothing Tigers four day states had the ball once today and they had a long scoring drive two receivers one left one right Willis to fullback left of Shurik in the shotgun takes the snap pressure coming throws it here the near side and it's a no gain on the dump out pass here in the left flat to Willis Miles Menges again there to make that tackle so two passes for zero yards good coverage downfield by that secondary and it brings up third down and ten for Washburn Tigers got lucky John Johnson got himself lost in coverage Miles Menges pointing it out afterwards but it was the safety that came down over the top to help with the first read which was the tight end Matthew Simmons running a skinny post over the middle you mentioned your pregame that's going to be the challenge for Johnson here early on some of that pass coverage two receivers right side for third and ten and they're going to throw it downfield it's going to be short it's incomplete it bounced into the hands of Letcher crowd is disappointed in the call Preston was there in coverage that was a clear trap in fact the ball bounced in in front of the uh, wide receiver and it's fourth down how much did it bounce that not a single person on the Washburn sideline reacted to it they all saw it you, they, you know if it was close and you're trying to convince the official everybody yeah. goes crazy there was not a single coach not a player nobody in a blue jersey was trying to convince the official of anything yeah that ball bounced about a yard before it hit Letcher's hand so it's fourth down and the Yakabods will punt for the first time today Lane Spiker who is a transfer from Highland Community College high and end over end Tigers call for the fair catch it's going to land at the goal line and shoot into the end zone so a punt of 44 yards Goes into the end zone, and Fort A. State's going to have it at their own 
yard line. We've got a timeout of the field. 12-21 to go. Quarter number two, 7-0 Fort A. State here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. 7-0 Tigers. Fort A. State's going to get the ball for just the second time here with 12-21 to go in the second quarter. Real quick downstairs, Jonathan Zweiger Day. Hey, Scalon, sideline update. Yeah, keeping an eye on quarterback. Make sure for the Washburn Ichabods on that last third down play. Get a Tiger hit ball. Uh, passer or uh, roughing the passer or anything, but he was flexing that knee and still not finding him on the sidelines. So we'll yeah, keep an eye on that. I think he might be down to the tent below. We'll try to keep an eye on that. First and 10 Tigers from their own 20, a 15 play scoring drive to and their opening possession. Option play, Fuller pitches it to Keelan Chapman. He's across the 25 and runs forward to about the 27-yard line, brought down by Braden, uh, Brandon Rose, but that was a good hard run on the straight option there for about seven yards on first down. Well, Pat Kelly is having a great day just abusing linebackers from Washburn. Uh, this time it was Garrett Barnett Kruger, a redshirt senior who's 215 pounds. Pat Kelly uses his 6'7", 300-pound frame to push him clean out of the play. Chris Brown saying Pat Kelly may have had his best game as a Tiger on Saturday, especially in that second half against Nebraska Kearney. Gain of seven, second and three. Tigers from their own 27. Chapman to carry. Looks for some blocking. He can't find a hole. He has to scamper to try to get back to the line of scrimmage. Garrett Barnett Kruger, Dustin just mentioned it, makes that tackle. going to be about a half of a yard. They're going to say no gain on the play, and now it's third down for Fort A. State at the 27. That's a play that Chapman has to cut up. He had an angle right at the handoff, but instead trying to stretch it to the outside. It's a football awareness moment where you only need three yards. Take what you can get because it's probably going to net the yards you need. Tigers two for three on third down today. They need three. They're at their own 27, leading 7-0 with 11 minutes to go in the first half. Fuller in the shotgun. Chapman to his right. Chance looks to throw. Now he's going to run. He's got a first down. He dives across the 30 up to the 31-yard line. Scary when he dives head first. He needed to there to get the extra yard, and it's a first and 10. He got it by a half a yard to the 31. Well, let's remind everybody, if he starts going feet first, it's where you give your body up. He would have done that at about the 29-yard line, maybe a hair before that. So it's fourth and one at that time. But because he dove, he gives up that protection. He's able to get the forward progress to the 31. Fresh set of downs from their own 31-yard line. Tigers up 7-0 here early in the second. Snap back to Fuller. Play action. Throws looking for Monterio. Birchfield who can't make the catch. Boy, a lot of jostling with Birchfield and Marquise Manning, the redshirt senior out of Bayonne, New Jersey. No flag. It's incomplete. Brings up second down and 10. It's consistent in the way that the receivers have been doing this so far today along with the defensive backs. Tigers have been setting that up for quite a while. In fact, that Last counter play was kind of, and the run by Fuller was to set that up. They've been playing Birchfield one-on-one on this low side with no safety help over top, and they've been waiting for that cornerback, Manning, to press cover him to go over the top. It's just that Manning was able to recover that time. Second down and 10, Tigers from their own 31, ball over on the left dash. They'll send a man in motion. That is... Soto throw a, a slant pattern. Birchfield the catch. He's got the first down out to the 45. Kevin Neal in coverage, but that's a 14-yard completion. And Monterio with that big frame, he's tough to bring down. He made a good solid catch on the slant pattern, and it moves the chain. So Vashawn Waiters will come in now, but Adrian Soto was eye candy because you're looping him out of the backfield. 
letting the defense think he's going to get it in the flat. You cross that into the middle with Birchfield on the slant and just nobody around him. About five minutes gone here in the second. Now Waiters in at quarterback for first and ten. Soto in motion. This time they'll hand it to him. Gets a block from Chapman. Then gets hit only about a yard, maybe two, as he tried to stretch it around the left end. Cut down by Neal and Jordan Fennessy, the Plainville freshman. He's played in all five games, now six games this year. Gain of a couple out to the 47, brings up a third down, or second down and eight. Fennessy, heck of a wrestler, too, from Plainville, and got an opportunity to play here for the Ichabods early in his career. And that's that's been something that Washburn's been able to do, tell kids, hey, you're going to play here early, and they end up doing. Birchfield and Ramsey, wide receivers right, Schremer over to the left. Shotgun for Fuller, slaps his hands, hands it, no play action, dumps it in the flat. That was Butke who lined up in the backfield. Butke makes the catch, stumbles along the near sideline. They're going to mark him down near a first down. Garrett Barnett Kruger, the tackle, are going to say his knee hit at the 44. He's a yard short of the first down as it gets seven. It'll bring up third down. So that was an interesting play. I was trying to see who the running back was. It didn't look like the normal guys. It was Hunter Butke in the backfield. Yeah, and that was good job by Butke to turn his head because the pocket collapsed quickly, but Chance hung in, got the pass out. Now the Tigers go double tight with Hayden Wilkfong for this third and one. Tigers at the Ichabod 46-yard line. Four-day state on third and short, and they're not going to get in a running play to Chapman. He is brought down. In fact, no gain by Brooks Peebler. Stays at the 46, and now we'll see what the Tigers do on fourth. They're going to give him a yard to the yeah, right on 46. They're going to bring the punting unit. That, that is another another opportunity where for Chapman, again, got to learn. You, you have to pick that first hole that's open. It was open on the right guard and center, and an opportunity just to go for get one yard. You don't have to bust this one big. Get the one yard. He's 6 or 5'11", 225. Fourth down and one, snap comes back, and the kick from Sassern is a pretty good one. End over end, fair catch called for at the 17-yard line. It's going to end up being about a 30-yard punt, but Forte State stopped on third down and short. They opt to not go for it on fourth and one, and we have another timeout. 8-10 to go here in the second quarter, 7-0 Tigers on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Checking some other scores around the MIAA. Central Missouri leads Emporia State 14-7 early in the second quarter in Warrensburg. Pitt State up 7-0 early on in their game in Maryville with Northwest. Missouri Southern at Lincoln getting set to start here at 2 o'clock. So is Missouri Western at Nebraska Kearney. Uh, Washburn has Mitch Shurig on the field, but yep. he is lining up as a wide receiver to the right side. Jace Williams, former high school quarterback, yep. and now wide receiver at the quarterback spot. 6'5", 235 for Williams. So I guess we'll call this the Wildcat package. Letcher in motion. They're going to hand it off to him. And the Tigers had him hit and can't bring him down and then breaks away. Jordan Starks had a chance to make the tackle at the line of scrimmage. Johnson finishes him off of the 25, the 26-yard line. It goes for nine. That had a chance to be a very minimal gain on that run but could not make the tackle and it's a gain of nine on for and a second down and one it comes down to a little geometry problem right you got to figure out the the angle and the speed and starks just misread it by a moment he dove and tried to make the tackle but couldn't get there Taylor peters back in 
as the running back. Second down and one. Schurig lines up under center. Three receivers bunched just off the tackle to the right side. They fake a handoff. Schurig is hit. He goes down. They were trying a little trickery, and he's sacked back at the 15-yard line by Javaris Sanders. They faked a couple of handoffs. Schurig got back in the pocket to turn around and look for a receiver, and he met Javaris Sanders. They're going to set his progress ends at the 17. That'll be a loss of nine and bring up third down and ten. That's why you play responsibilities. That's why Saunders just kept going after the quarterback. He didn't fall for any of the two fake handoffs. Well done. So a sack there. That's the Tigers' second sack of the day. They would have had a third. And now Schurig, a little screen pass, dumps it down to the running back, Peters, who gets across the 20 and up to the 24, and that's going to be it. He'll pick up seven. It's Mason Perez, the Larned product, in there on that tackle. Tigers get a stop on that third down, and now they'll bring up a fourth down for Washburn. They're going to have to bring the punt team on. Fourth and a long two from the 25. Mason Perez, wise decision at 185. He gets Gives up about 20 pounds to the running back. Went low, got a hold of the leg, waited for all of his teammates. And if I'm Fort Hay State, do not fall <laughs> for anything here. This is a team that's already gone for it three times on fourth down. And we saw some uh, fake field goal lead to a loss a few years ago. Good punt by Spiker. And Schremer's going to fair catch it at the 22-yard line. That is going to be a 53-yard punt by Spiker. A career long by 10 yards for him, and Fort A. State has their own 23. 6.43 to go here in the second quarter. This is only the third possession of the game for Fort A. State, who will get the football to start the third quarter. They're going to be at their own 23. And, John, you got to like the way the defense has stepped up here in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Guys have played really well. How big was that for Sanders? And, in fact, Javaris was banged up a couple of possessions ago, but to make a huge play on what was a screen really set him back. Sideline updates brought to you by Hayes Kalon. The green grass you want this spring starts this fall. Now we have flags as Fort A. State starts to play, and this will be five yards on the Tigers. Move them back to the 18. It's the first time the Tigers have gone backwards on a first down play. There were two penalties last week in the Kearney game. Haven't been a lot here today, but that one's going to make this a first and 15. Today's second quarter brought to you by Budweiser, the great American lager. Enjoy an ice cold Bud today and remember to always drink responsibly. 7 nothing Tigers, 6.42 to go here in the second. Just a third possession. Fort A. State, a 15-play, 72-yard scoring drive on their opening possession. They drove it just past midfield, but opted to punt on fourth and one. And now they'll get the ball back here at their own 18. Play action for Fuller. Steps up in the pocket, going deep downfield for Okachuku. Makes a catch. He breaks up one tackle and then gets taken down to the 25. What a catch by Okachuku. Jostling with Christian Clark. He's able to make it all the way down to the 25-yard line. A completion of 52 yards and a first down. What a pass by Fuller. And credit the offensive line because they gave Fuller all day. That was seven. Dropped back in coverage, and it was the center, Sinatuli Teohema, who threw a huge block to give Chance a chance to step up into the pockets. They're going to mark it at the 27 yard line, and now a running play goes for short yardage. That was Fuller, that and was. his helmet came off. Well, he's going to have to come out, so here comes Vashon Waiters. It was Chance, so he gets to the 25, gaining a couple. Well, what a catch, and there was some jostling, and Okachuku almost broke that ankle tackle to score, but his biggest play is the Tiger so far. Now, this is where you'd be concerned, right, because you got to go with a different quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> Not Fort Hayes State. 
They're they're used to having well, waiters in there. So the wind blow the football there a little bit. So they had a stop play and put the ball back to the 25. Waiters in the shotgun. Soto lines up to his left. Ramsey and Birchfield wide receivers here to the right side. Now Butke goes in motion from left to right. It's a keeper by Waiters right up the middle. He breaks a tackle and gets the first down across the 15 to the Ichabod 14-yard line. Chase Williams brings him down. And, boy, he was an ankle tackle away from scoring. Great job up front. Teo Hamagosage and Angram Bolden with a hole. They're going to say his knee hits at the 14. He gains nine. First down, Tigers, inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone. Farm Implement and Supply, your local New Holland dealer in Plainville and Colby. First down, Tigers, first and 10. Down to the Ichabod 14-yard line, up 7-0, 5-20 to go, first quarter. Handoff Soto around the left end, breaks a tackle inside the 10, carries the pile to about the 7. Brooks Peebler the stop, he's just shy of the first down by about a yard. Gets 9 on first down, good run there. Haven't seen a lot of Soto today, but a good run there for 9 yards. Hey, you know, the guy who was lead blocking was the center, Teo Hama. He got out in front. Had he had the football, he would have had a chance to score because he got way out in front of Soto. Well done opening up that hole. They're going to mark him at the 6. He's a yard shy of the first down. We'll say 2nd and 2. Inside five minutes and counting here in the second. Ramsey, Budke, and Birchfield, the three receivers over here to the right. Okachuku to the left, full to throw, pump fakes, throws to the end zone, in and out of the hands of Okachuku. There were two Ichabods in coverage. Jordan Fennessy was right there in his hip pocket. That was a dangerous pass, and it got to the hands of Okachuku, but he couldn't hold on to it. Yeah, and, and Chance, for one of the rare times today, really locked on to the receiver early. But he also locked on to the receiver where there were more defenders. He had three guys to his right, whereas one-on-one coverage. So to bring up a third down in about a yard and a half from the Ichabod six. Soto and Ramsey, wide receivers to the left. In the slot over there is Budkey, and one-on-one coverage here to the right side with a big Montario Birchfield. Counterplay, handoff Chapman. He lowers his shoulder. I don't know if he got it. Nope. He is going to be stopped at the six. Gets about a half of a yard, and now what do the Tigers do? They're going to bring in the field goal unit in a 7-0 game. They needed a yard. They get nothing. Well, State has got twice. to start picking this up. That's the yeah, on a short third and one. That's two straight possessions now. They have not been able to get it, so they're going to bring in Fernando Avila Castro, who's one for three on field goals this year. This one's going to be uh, about of a chip shot of a, a 23 yards. Although nothing's been easy this year. Low snap. Brown gets it down, and the field goal is blocked. It was a low snap from Trey Van Pelt, and the field goal of 23 yards is blocked. And Forday State, who could not convert on third and one, failed to score points, and Washburn gets it back with 3.53 to go here in the second. Now, Forday State has an opportunity to be up three scores. Let's go down to the sideline with Jonathan Swiger to Hayes Kalon scoreboard Marquise, update. Marquise Manning was the one who got free and blocked it. So it was a low snap, but the kick was also low. Well, so Fort- a little bit of everything went wrong on that. And Forday State is just letting Washburn yeah. hang in well, this here we game. Go. How many times have we seen this in this stadium? And, again, it, it, that came down to – I know the kick was blocked. I got it. That's not getting a yard on third yep. and a yard. Exactly. Last two possessions, Forday State could not convert on third and short. So now the Ichabods get it back of their own 20. A field Forday State has been in control of this game, yet it's only 7 nothing. 
And Ichabod's get it back with 3.53 to go. Handoff goes to Willis, and the Tigers clog it up. He's going to lose a yard back to the 19-yard line. Four-day State's Keon Clark, along with uh, Landon Teal, they just push that line back. It's going to be a one-yard loss to the 19-yard line. Keon Clark, it's taken him a while, but he's become a big impact on that defensive line. It's funny, they moved him to offensive line, and now he's back and starting on defense. Maybe he understands what the offensive line's doing <laughs> yeah, better. There you go. Second down and 11 for the 19, for the 11. Schurig to throw down the sideline. His receiver falls down, and there's a late flag. That was a late flag as Williams hit the deck. It looked like he just got tangled up with Jimon Preston, and they're going to call a flag on Fort A. State. Jace Williams is a big dude. Jimon Preston is not. And somehow Jimon Preston apparently just wailed Jace Williams way out of the way out of the play. Interference on Jimon Preston, so that's going to be an automatic first down. And a pass that was 10 yards down the field and uncatchable. I'm not showing a replay here on their video board. They don't do that frequently, so especially when might have been kind of questionable. But it's a first down because of the pass interference, so. Instead of facing third and 11, because that was going to be a stop, now the Ichabods out to their own 34, and a fresh set of downs. 3.17 to go in the second, 7-0 Tigers. A 15-play scoring drive on their opening possession. And that's been it. There's a handoff up the middle. Tigers corral Willis and drive him back for a short gain of only a couple. Out to the 36, Sterling Swopes grabbed him and would not let go. Two-yard gain to the 36, second down and eight. Yeah, and and Fort Hayes State was going to get a great opportunity to get off the field because Washburn's offense had absolutely no momentum going. But now Washburn's got a chance to end this half with the ball and get it back to start the second half. Mason Perez in one of the banded backs for Fort Hayes State. He's on Williams over on that right side. Washburn with a shotgun snap to Shurik across the middle. He's got a man open. It's caught. That is going to be a completion to Trey Pervarnik, John Johnson, the tackle. But it'll be a first down after the 44-yard line on a gain of eight. Should be 14-0. And now Washburn is driving to try to tie this ball game up. 236 and counting here in the second. They got the wind at their back and one timeout remaining. 7-0 7-0 Tigers. Willis will line up right of the quarterback, Shurik. Two receivers left, one right for first and 10 from the 45. Shurik takes the snap, has some pressure, and he's hit and dropped. Nazir Mallory, he got robbed of a sack in Missouri Southern a couple of weeks ago. He's not going to be denied there. Brings him down back of the 37-yard line on a loss of seven. All right, so that is set up also by Saunders in the middle. He does a spin move in the middle, and so it took the right guard and the center out of the play. And so when Mallory came with that little duck under move where you kind of swim with your right arm, he got inside the right tackle who had no opportunity to stay in front of him. Second sack of this quarter back of the 37-yard line. Now it's second down and 18 for the Ichabods. Pistol formation this time. Hand off to Willis, and he's taken down Mason Perez, the learned product. Actually, it was Tyler Cummings, 27, who makes the stop, and a helmet comes off for an Ichabod. That was a big-time open-field tackle, gain of only a yard, and Washburn burns a timeout. Or four to eight. Yeah, Washburn burns a timeout. So they're going to call the timeout. It's going to bring up third down, or apparently are they? Not. No, apparently they didn't call the timeout. Lost a helmet. Okay, that's what it was. So no gain, they say, to the 37. And now it's third down and 18. Big play here with a minute 28 to go in the second. Tigers up 7 to nothing. Williams is a receiver near side. Tice Brown and Hunter Browning. 
Shotgun for Shurig. High snap. He grabs it. He throws it across the middle. He's got a man wide open, Williams. It's a first down all the way down to the Fort A. State 40-yard line. And Miles Minjus is slow to get up. All the way down to the 39-yard line. A 24-yard completion and a first down. Oh, man, Miles. I feel it looks like an ankle maybe. Yep. But mm. the Tigers are already so thin at the linebacking position when they lost Heimerman last week, but they're going to check out Miles Mingus now. Man, and he's That's, had such a great game. Yes. Looked like he kind of got rolled up in on that tackle. And the linebacker spot getting thinner and thinner as we go along. Oh, now we're oh, working towards the knee. That's yeah, never good. Wow, he's having such a good season. We're near the top of the hour, so let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort Hay State football. Minjus is sitting up, and now he's going to limp off the field. That is actually a good sign. Now he's going to jog off the field. That is a phenomenal sign. We'll see if he returns, but he's leaving under his own accord. That's good news. We'll see if he's able to return to this ball game, but uh, he's obviously become a big cog defensively. I'm really surprised the Tigers didn't take a timeout on that third and 18. Yeah. A to try to preserve time if you get the ball back, but then set up what you want on third and 18. Yeah, you give Washburn a chance to, to talk about things, but they're still in the flow of their offense. And again, what could be and should be a 14-0 is up with one timeout left in the half. Mason, the redshirt freshman out of Bishop Carroll in Wichita. So two young ones in there at linebacker. First and 10, Washburn down to the 44-yard line. Hand off to Willis. Gets hit as he tried to hurdle the line and brought down Tyler Cummings, who had a tackle for loss earlier on that stop at the 33-yard line. So he picks up six on that first down run. Washburn still moving. 45 seconds left in the quarter. 7-0, Fort A. State. Schurig to throw. Looks to his right. Now being flushed that way. Looks to throw. Flag comes out as Schurig runs out of bounds. You hear the Tiger fans across the way. It's going to be a flag on Washburn. And Azir Mallory was going to get a chance for a second sack. And then he was just grabbed as he was trying to leave the area of the offensive line. That's a huge penalty that helps out the Tigers. C.J. Murray, the redshirt sophomore from Blue Springs South High School. The guilty party on that hold. 55 Kansas kids on the printed two deep for these two squads. So that'll move it back 10 to the 43-yard line. Forte's got to get a hold here. Get get out of this without giving up any points before the half. Cameron Lake hit a 48-yard field goal here at home in their win over Central Missouri. 34 seconds to go. Shurik steps up in the pocket, dumps it in the flat. It's caught by Letcher, and then he's brought down by Mason Ballman. Great open field tackle at the 37-yard line. So he picks up six, and now Washburn's going to call their final timeout. It'll be third down and eight. After the timeout, that was a good open field tackle there by Ballman. Feels like Washburn, because of what they did on their first drive of trying to go for it on fourth down a couple of times, going for it again, they have kind of controlled the way that this game is viewed by both coaching staffs. Mm -hmm. Really surprised that on a fourth and one, the Tigers didn't go for it. A third down and one. We've seen Adrian Soto not touch the ball near as much as what he's had. He's the hottest running back in the MIAA right now. Kind of feels like that Washburn has changed the view of this game for the Tigers. 
And before you hit the road, stop by GNL Tire and Automotive. They've got tires for all conditions and budgets, along with complete automotive service and repair. And you get a free estimate before any work is done. GNL Tire, just east of 8th and Main, on the bricks in downtown A. 7 0, Fort A State, 27 seconds left in the second quarter. Washburn had to burn a timeout after Bowman made a great open field tackle there on the little swing pass to the wide receiver, Letcher, who's a dynamic wide receiver, but Fort A State's held him in check. Big holding penalty by right tackle C.J. Murray helping the Tigers out. Fort A State left three down linemen in for this third down and nine. Keon Clark in the middle. Sterling Swopes and Nazir Mallory has got a sack today. Three receivers right for Shurig. Talon Peters back in it, running back. He'll line up to his left. Third down and nine. Snap back. Shurik dumps it out to Peters, the running back, and he's brought down with an ankle tackle by John Johnson at the 34-yard open field. It goes for three, and now it's fourth down, and Washburn's going to go for it here. With nine seconds to go, they need to hurry. Shurig under center. They cannot stop the clock. It's down to three. It's down to two. There's the snap. Final play of the second quarter. Shurig in the shotgun. He's going down again. It's Sterling Swopes. Tigers with their third sack of the quarter. And that is going to be the end of the first half. It ends on a sack by Swopes. Washburn had a chance to score, but they could not. And it's 7-0 here at halftime. Sterling Swopes a sack to end the half, and we go to the locker room, 7-0, four-day state, and allow the football to start the third. Our halftime show brought to you by Bank of Hayes. It begins next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. They're few and far between. We'll see if how the Tigers go at it here, uh, getting the ball here to start quarter number three. It is a breezy afternoon. I think that wind's kind of picked up a little bit. Whether or not has played into some of the flow of the game at the decision by Washburn they've gone forward on fourth down four times so far in this game Florida State is one for one it's such an odd setting here because of the bowl setting so low that the the wind is barely moving the little flags on top of the goalposts, but up above the American flags are almost yeah. straight out. But and then usually it's even less as you get further down. Yeah. But kicks really get affected because they get up high. And real quick, let's go down to Jonathan down on the sideline. Is that wind picking up at all? It's about it's about the same as it was yeah. in the first half. But Dustin, you're right. It's different because it just you just change levels just a little bit, and it's amazing if you get it too high into the wind, it's going to knock it down. But if you keep it low, like passes, I don't think they're as affected nearly as much. All right, Jonathan Zweigert, Hayes, Kalon, sideline update. Creek grass you want this spring starts by spraying in the fall. Call Kurt or Brady, 623-8427, 369-4304. Hayes, Kalon, they're the secret to a beautiful lawn. We are awaiting here now to get the clock set. The officials bringing the game ball in. That's what we were waiting <laughs> on was the football. <laughs> we're, everybody's been on the field for about a minute now. The officials come back. They had to retrieve the game ball, and, and we're ready to go. Our white, has, white hat has to run oh. about 115 <laughs> yards in order to get into position for this. And we'll see what kind of shape Dwight Niebling is in. He's going to line up back under the goalpost. He's just hoping this kick goes into yes, the end zone so he doesn't exactly. have to follow a play right now. It will be at the back of Washburn. So Fort A State will be going into the wind here in the third quarter. They'll have it at their back in the fourth. Good group of Tiger fans, which is generally the case when they play here in Topeka. So we're ready to get the third quarter underway. It's 7-0 Fort A State. And the kickoff from Washburn's Cameron Lake is going to sail 
halfway and now roll out of the back of the end zone and Fort A State's going to start at their own 25-yard line. So this is only the fourth possession of the day for the Tigers. Remember, they scored on their first six in the second half alone last week against Nebraska Kearney. See if they can get that offense clicking. We'll see if Adrian Soto becomes a bigger factor. Only five carries, 13 yards for the Tigers in that first half. This is such a huge drive, and, and really because of how few possessions there's been. If this continues on, the way that's been going, you like the Tigers' chances with a two-touchdown lead. Birchfield and Ramsey, wide receivers off to the left. Schremer here to the right. Now Ramsey's going to come in motion and line up on the right slot. Solo to running back. They run an option to him. Tries to turn around the edge, and he's hit and taken down. He'll lose a yard. He tried to stretch it here to the near side and could not. Kevin Neal read that one all the way. It's a one-yard loss for Adrian Soto, and it brings up second down and 11. And we mentioned coming in, Fort A. State has given up the fewest tackles for loss in the MIAA this season, but not right there. Loss of one, second down, 11. Just too many blue jerseys for the Tigers to block. So now Birchfield and Ramsey line up wide receiver left. Schremer here to the right. Soto in the backfield to the left of Fuller. Takes the snap. Chance, a little dump pattern. Caught by Ramsey. He's taken down for a short gain to the 27. Garrett Barnett Kruger on that tackle, just a three-yard pass completion, and now Fort A. State facing a third down and eight. Well, and, and Chance had a lot more time to read the field. They only rushed three, and the pocket was clean. He really had an opportunity to out those routes. Now Soto lines up as a wide receiver along with Okachuku over to the left side of the formation. Schremer and Ramsey here to the right, empty backfield for Fuller. Here comes the play, throw down the middle, caught by Alex Schremer, and he's taken down on an ankle tackle by Brooks Peebler, short of the first down at the 33-yard line. He gets six, they needed eight, and Ford are going to give him to the 34. So a seven-yard gain, and Fort A. State goes three and out, and will have to punt on their first possession here of the third. Well, Chance is really antsy in the pocket, and he hasn't taken much of a hit today. And on both of those last two passes, getting rid of them very quickly under real, really no pressure. Two big open field tackles, because if they don't make that ankle tackle, Schremer's got a first down and a lot more, but instead it's fourth down and one. Snap comes back to Sausen. High end over end kick. The wind's going to knock it down a little bit. It's fair caught at the 37-yard line. So it'll only be a 30-yard punt. And Washburn gets a three and out, and they're going to start in good field position. Their own 37 and a 7-0 Tiger lead. A little over two minutes are gone here in the first quarter, or third quarter. Well, and, and Washburn on the last two special teams plays have gotten away with some extracurricular activity. And on the back end of it for the Tigers has been Travion Mitchell at a maze south. And it's been it's been very borderline stuff that we're seeing. Miles Menges is back and on the field here to start the third quarter. A scary late second quarter, but he looks to be all right. And he's going to try to track down, and he's chasing the running back. He doesn't get him, but he forces that play all the way to the sideline where John Johnson takes him down. Menges was trailing from the backside, and he was bearing down on the running back, Peters, who gets to the 40, picks up three yards, second down, and seven. But Forday State did a good job of stringing that play to the right, and eventually he ran out of room, second and seven, Ichabod. The only reason Menges didn't get him is because the uh, 
uh, the tight end, Matthew Simmons, fell down <laughs> right in front of him. That would have been a big hit from behind. We owe you a station break. We'll get it after this play. Two receivers left, one right. First possession, third quarter for the Ichabods. Down 7 nothing. Pistol formation. They hand it off to Peters. He's hit and goes down a short gain of only two. He tried to cut out. And who else? John Johnson, the Dodge City freshman in on that tackle. One-yard gain to the 41. It'll bring up third and six. So we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is four-day state football. Third down and six for Washburn for their own 41. Schurig with an empty backfield. He's going deep down the field. He's looking for Letcher, who is... There's a late flag, and Letcher was not going to make that catch. Will White reached into the last moment, grabbed his jersey, did not have to do it. The ball was not going to be caught, and it's an incompletion, but it's going to be a pass interference, and the Ichabods are going to get a first down. Here's all Will White knew is that he had gotten beat on the play and that the ball was in the air. He didn't know how close it was to being a completion or not, so he just went ahead and reached out and grabbed. But again, this is all the result of having a 7-0 lead at halftime and feeling like this game is so much closer than what it really should be. So that's going to move the ball to the Tiger 45. That was going to be an incomplete pass and force a punt, but instead it's a first down with a P.I., and now the Ichabod's inside Tiger territory. 7-0, Fort A. State, 11.50 to go in the third. Pass across the middle, big time hit the tight end. Simmons catches it, and then Miles Men just greets him rather rudely at the 37-yard line. It is a gain of seven, though, and brings up second down and three. Well, and again, extracurricular activity, this time from Simmons after Men just made the hit. Washburn has taken exception to this first half, and the and the Tigers are going to have to step up to this level. Second down and three. Ichabod's down to the Tiger 37, their first possession of the third. They're going into the wind here from south to north. Handoff Peters, and he runs into a couple of Tigers, but looks to be close to a first down the linebackers Menjus and Johnson sandwich him at the 34 gets about three yards he needed four and now it's going to bring up a third down and one they've got those big bruising backs on regardless if they get it they're going for it oh you know they've done it four times already today they're two for four Peters stays in they bring in the wide receiver Trey Pavarnik, who hadn't had a catch coming into the year, but yeah, 12 on the field, right? Yeah, well, sure seems like they've got a lot. Four third down and less than a yard. They go to the I formation. They give to Peters. He's got a first down. Jimon Preston then grabs his ankle and holds on for dear life. All the way down to the 27-yard line, a gain of seven. They convert on third and one. I have counted five times. I swear there's 12 guys on the field. I got 11 now. First and 10, Ichabods, 10-25 and counting. 7-0 Tigers here in the third quarter. Four days day went three and out on their opening possession. After putting together a 15-play scoring drive on their first drive, Mason Perez, a little confusion now defensively. Washburn's going to run it to the right side. Tigers didn't have enough over there. There's a late flag. Peters gets pushed out of bounds. There was some confusion. Preston makes the tackle, but it'll be an illegal block of some sort on Washburn. Perez started off lining up on that side, was switching to the left. He was trying to get in touch with coming, uh, Ty Cooper, and it looked like Fort A. State was going to be in trouble. It's going to be a hold on Washburn and a big break there for the Tigers. And it's going to put Washburn back near their own 40. They're going to mark it at the 35 after the penalty. Right, yeah, and it, it was no doubt as a hold. There's a great tackle by the <laughs> offensive lineman. 
Don't all offensive linemen want to be defensive linemen at some side, sometime? Well, well <laughs> but you can't do that he, when you're on offense. He showed his worth, I guess, on that one. First and we'll say about 18 now for the Ichabods at, at the Tiger 35. Play action, Schurig in the, shot, in the pocket, deep downfield, Letcher open, touchdown. He got in front of Mason Perez, and just like that, the Ichabods at extra point away from tying this one up. 35-yard touchdown pass from Schurig to Letcher. Well, I'll say it one more time. This is not taking care of business in the first half. Tigers should have a lead still, regardless of this extra point result. Well, now they'll attempt the extra point here to tie it, and Washburn gets the big first pass play of the ball game for a score. The extra point is going to be good. Kicking the extra point was Trenton Brem, a Papillion, Nebraska product from Papillion La Vista High. So the Ichabods get a touchdown, 35-yarder. With 9.41 to go here in the third, and we have a tie game, and we'll have a timeout. 9.41 to go third quarter, 7-7. Fort A. State and Washburn here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today, and remember to drink responsibly. So the Washburn Ichabod's a nine-play, 63-yard drive. Mitch Schurig hits James Letcher on a 35-yard strike. And after the Tigers went three and out on their first possession, we have a 7-7 tie here in the third quarter. And Fort A. State's going to get the ball back. Time for an answer. They're going to have to have an answer. Been just kind of a grinder offensively for Fort A. State. High end over end kick. Soto can return it. With one foot in the end zone, he's going to bring it out along the far numbers to the 10 to the 15 and gets his legs taken out from under him. And Fort A. State's going to start back at their own 15-yard line. Yeah, so they're not going to start well, there. There's, there's a, a flag. flag, yep. To Alex Thomas there in that big-time hit. And Fort A. State going to be back probably about the 7 or 8-yard line. They go block in the back. Wow. Boy, all of a sudden. This game is starting to feel like so many others we have witnessed here at Moore, at Jaeger Stadium. Well, and the Tigers had their opportunities in that first half. You feel like the Fort A State, outside of not converting for scores, had played about as well as they could oh, have yeah. in the first half and led 7-0. If you're Washburn, you had to have loved only being down 7-0 at the half. So the ball's going to be moved back to the 7 on the penalty. First and 10 for the Tigers there. They will have... Okochuku wide to the left. Ramsey and Birchfield here to the right. Soto the backfield, full to throw from his own goal line. Ball caught by Okochuku. Then he's hit immediately at the 10. Washburn, and that's what they do defensively. They keep everybody in front of him. Shannon Ross the tackle, and don't give up the big play very often. They're going to give him progress to the 12, so it ends up being a five-yard completion. They don't get beat deep very often. They make you earn it up and down the field in Fort A. State so far. He's only been able to generate the one touchdown. That long-standing bend but no break that we've mm-hmm. seen at Fort Hay State over the years. Wonder who set the tone for that here in Topeka. Fort Hay State's head coach. There's a draw play to Soto. Up the middle, he's across the 15, stumbles to the 16-yard line, picks up four, brought down by Jordan Finnessy, and the Tigers are going to face a third down in about two to three yards here. Boy, if you don't get this and have to punt it away, it becomes a tidal wave of yep. momentum crashing in the favor of uh, Washburn. Tigers have had a couple of third down and ones that have not been able to convert. They need about a yard and a half to two right here. Birchfield and Ramsey wide to the right. Butkey the tight end to the left side. 
Soto the running back. Soto gets the carry. Bangs into a couple of Ichabods. Keeps those feet moving. He's got a first down. That was the hardest run of the game for Adrian Soto. It only goes down for three. Brooks Peebler made the tackle, but those three yards got the Tigers a first down. He just got it to the 18-yard line, which is what he needed. Well, and that's what Adrian Soto does, right? He finds the first hole hits it hard, and is able to get the yards he needed. That's not what we saw out of the running backs in the first half from Fort A. State, not named Adrian Soto. Fort A. State four for eight on third downs today. Three receivers, two right, one left. Soto in the backfield. They play action. There's a dump pass caught by the tight end. Butkey at the 20. Breaks the tackle, 25 on his feet to the 30, and then gets taken down there. Brought down by Malik Fall, the defensive end, but a 12-yard pass completion to the tight end. Hunter Butkey using those nimble feet to elude a couple of tackles and move the chains. And he ran that route so well because you're supposed to stay in and block and let him believe that is going to be just chance dropping back. He then released. Fuller knew exactly where to put the ball. Well done. Just a little lob pass by the quarterback over the defensive end. First and 10 Tigers out to their own 30. Play action. Fuller rolls to his left, steps up. Now he's got room to run, and he's going to dive head first at the 33. Again, that is so scary. Instead of sliding, he dives. Dove right at the feet of Shannon Ross. But he gets to the 33, picks up three on a broken play there that didn't have much room for anything. I think he thought he had much more room to rumble. Otherwise, he would have probably hit Butkey out in that left flat. Ross out of Fort Zumwalt South High and O'Fallon near St. Louis. A lot of those guys on this Washburn squad. Second down and six for the Tigers. They mark it at the 34-yard line, 7-7 tie. There's Soto around left hand, can't not break an ankle tackle. Boy, another good stop there by Kevin Neal to slow him down, and then Peyton Lane finishes him off at the 37-yard line. Third down, yeah, or it's going to bring up third down after that three-yard gain. That's a really good tackle, and Washburn's tackled well in this game. Tigers were also one block away. Amari Ingram Boldham just could not get out from that left guard spot quick enough to get the, the last key kickout block for that first down. Third down and three for the Tigers from their own 37-7-7 time with six and a half to go in the third. Fuller throws. He's got his man Ramsey. Juke jive and moving. Breaks the tackle across the 45. Dives across the 50 and down to the Ichabod 48. Kevin Neal the tackle. What a great catch and run by Ramsey for 15 yards and a first down. That was a great job by Fuller recognizing that Washburn was bringing six. More than what they had in protection so he checks off to a hot route Manny Ramsey knows what it's supposed to be and settles down where he can get the first down territory they went three and out in their first possession here in the third but now have it inside Washburn territory three receivers line up to the right Fuller's pocket crumbles throws it late it's caught by Ramsey then hit immediately brought down by Christian Clark the cornerback but Positive yards, about a five, we'll say four-yard gain to the 46-yard line, or 44-yard line for the Tigers. That pocket collapsed so quickly that Chance did not get a chance to see. i got to stop saying that. Chance with a chance to see Adrian Soto Probably not the wide first open at the 40. I, there was nobody within 50. Adrian just has his hands out like, guys, come on, guys, look over here. One of the few times that pocket crumbled for Fuller. Second down and six, Tigers from the Ichabod 44. Play action. Fuller throws. Caught and bobbled and then caught and then dropped. It was Hayden Wiltfong. He bobbled it initially. 
Tried to gather it in, then got hit by Peebler, and it dislodged the ball, and now it's third down and six. Tigers are really trying to take what Washburn is giving them, which is those underneath routes. Now Washburn, realizing that, is starting to fly up a little bit. Now for Fort Hay State, do you find that intermediate route coming over the middle? Zach Watkins learned a lot when he was at Fort Hay State. And you're starting to see some of that here today against his old team. 5-12 to go, third quarter, 7-7 tie, third and six Tigers from the Ichabods, 44. Draw play to Soto. Can he break a tackle? He can. He's got a first down inside the 40 to the Looper, 37. Chase Williams the tackle, but that was really an abusing hit by the running back Soto running through Williams for the first down. They're going to give him yardage to the 36. It moves the chains. If the Tigers got any positive yards, they were going for it on fourth down. That's the reason for that third down call, but it was the perfect call because Washburn had brought in a nickelback and taken a linebacker out of the game. They had taken McClendon out, who's listed at number three on the depth chart, and so they only had one linebacker in the middle to go with Soto. Washburn plays a lot of people on defense. Two receivers, Ramsey and Birchfield near side, draw play, pass down the middle, and it's one-handed grab by Okachuku, wide open at the 10, and he takes it in for the touchdown. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State, Josh Okachuku all by himself. He had to reach up with one hand. Caden Spencer got burned, and the Tigers come back with a touchdown and lead 13-7. So we mentioned all those underneath routes, right? So Fort Hay State runs the exact same formation they've done those underneath routes with by bringing Chance out to the left. Fuller is rolling left, and he stops because that's where those underneath routes are supposed to cut off and then he goes over the top to Okechukwu. A little on the snap on the extra point, but Brown gathers it in, and the kick from Avila Castro is good, and Forte State answers after Washburn had tied it up. The Tigers get a touchdown, and they're back on top by seven. 14-7, Forte State, timeout on the field with 4.35 to go in the third quarter on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. One story at a time. Check them out, goldenbeltbank.com. Real quick, downstairs to Jonathan. Guys, I was keeping an eye on Pat Kelly on that third down completion to Hunter Budke. He actually hurt his back behind the play. He gutted it out, but it's something we'll keep an eye on as Pat really looked like he was in a lot of pain. Coming off maybe his best game a week ago against Cardi. Your sideline updates brought to you by Hayes Kalon, the secret to a beautiful lawn. 14-7, big answer there for the Tigers after Washburn ties it up. And Parker Janke now set to kick it away. It's a little high pooch kick. It's going to be caught and then down. Forte State tried to catch the Ichabods napping. And a good job there by one of the up men, actually one of the linemen up there. Uh, that was Chase Williams at the 41-yard line to make that retrieval. So Forte State tried a little lob kick, of course, kicking into the wind. Maybe catch Washburn napping, but they do not. And the Ichabods get great field position here. The Fort A. State leading 14 to 7, 434 to go in the third. You'd have no idea what your kickers can and can't do. There was one touchdown in the first half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be not a bad idea. If it's a little bit deeper now, we got now they had to reset the play clock. Yeah, they hadn't switched out the footballs. Oh, there you go. That's what it was. Again, they Washburn will supply the footballs they use. Fort A. State supplies the footballs when they have the ball. And so they still had the four-day state ball for the kickoff, and now they bring a new one in. This is the field judge yeah. from the secondary on the Washburn sideline talking with the White Hat. Dwight Niebling today. Four-day state, Chris Brown has never won a game with Dwight Niebling as the White Hat for whatever reason. Play action pass. Shurig to throw. 
has time, has his tight end, Simmons, who breaks the tackle, then gets pushed out of bounds. He's got a first down in the Tiger territory. John Johnson, the tackle at the 46-yard line. So they hit the tight end. He's been busy today, 16 yards, or make that 14 yards on the completion. Yeah, the Tigers kind of got caught looking at a offensive or one of their defensive teammates that fell down and started watching the quarterback instead of the tight end coming out of their formation. So the Ichabod's in Tiger territory. There's another play action. Shuring to throw, and he is hit and taken down by Dalton Kuhn. Fourth sack of the day for the Tigers. And Dalton Kuhn, who was a Kansas high school defensive player of the year in 2017, gets his third career sack all this season back of the 49-yard line. Well, he just came on a bull rush on the outside of the left tackle, and Andrew Funk had absolutely no opportunity to stay in front of him. Well, Fort Day State's defensive line has gotten some pressure on Shurik. Now it's second down and 15 back of their own 49-yard line. Tigers with a 14-7 lead late here in the third. There's a handoff to Willis, running with a head of steam over the right side. Fort A. State, though, cuts him down. Tyler Cummings was the first to hit him, and he hit him thigh level. Fort A. State hitting these guys thigh level, not allowing them to get big gains. They're going to bring him, give him three to the Fort A. State 48, and now set up a third down and 12. This is a get-off-the-field-right-here type of uh, play because uh, Washburn, if they're at third and 10 or longer, down seven, I don't know that they'll be going for this. Remember, Tigers got to stop, but they got called for pass interference when Washburn faced third and about this same distance on their scoring drive. Two receivers here to the near side, along with the tight end, Matthew Simmons, who's had a big day. Jace Williams lined up to the right. Shotgun snap. Shurik again under pressure. Goes it deep downfield. It's going to be caught. And it's a first down down to the 17-yard line. Peter Apple got in front of Devin White, the freshman, who was side-by-side, but he let him get the inside leverage down to the 17 and a first down and a completion of 31. Well, that inside leverage you're you're referencing has bit the Tigers twice in this second half. So it's second time now Fort A. State has gotten Washburn in a third and ten or more. A pass interference gave him a first down earlier there. It was just a good throw from Shurig and it's first and ten. Now the Ichabod's inside the Fort A. State red zone. Fort A. State leading 14-7. There's a handoff to Willis and Keon Clark grabs him by the ankles and does not let him get much. He'll get it inside to the 14-yard line. Gain of three, second down and seven. Let's face it, 375 pounds around your ankles. You may be one strong cat, but you ain't getting out of that. (laughs) Well, how about Keon Clark? He's a Fun to talk with him a couple of weeks ago on our Tiger Spotlight. His brother Kenny, a nose guard for the Packers. He's finally found his way onto the playing field here for Fort A. State. Second down and eight for the Ichabods at the Tiger 14. Pump fake. Shurig to the end zone. His tight end is open, and he cannot make the catch. It was a tough angle for him to catch it. As he was able to step in front of Ty Cooper, it goes in complete, and now it's third down and seven. Or third down and eight. This will be the 12th third down of the game, or excuse me, 11th, 12th third down of the game for uh, for Washburn. We'll call it third and eight, seven from the Tiger 14. 14-7 Tigers. Letcher, Williams, and Affle. The wide receivers split to the far side. That's the right side. Ball is here on the left hash. That's where the tight end Matthew Simmons is. Three down lineman for Fort Hay State. Inside, two to go in the third. Shurik bobbles the snap, has time in the pocket. Now it crumbles, and down he goes. Javaris Sanders.
Sanders grabs him and brings him to the turf. His second sack of the game. And Forte stayed getting to Mitch Schurig, and they sack him on third down. Boy, Forte State's front four have been really, really good. And they're going to try a field goal. They bring him back down at the 17-yard line. So this will be a field goal attempt of 35 yards. And the kick is up, plenty of distance, and it is good. Trenton Brem doing the kicking. He has not attempted a field goal all year. Normally they've gone with Cameron Lake, but Brem the kicker today, and he boots the 35-yarder, and the Ichabods have cut it to four. 14 to 10, Forte State with the lead here with 108 to go in the third. This is what we all expected in the yeah. first half, right? The two offenses doing all the damage, cashing in their chips, and that's what they are able to do on uh, on the first three drives of this second half. And if you're both teams, this has just been a wild game of, of cat and mouse, right? Where you're just not exactly sure if the other team is... <laughs> what they're doing. What they're doing because each, each side just seems a step ahead. It's been a fun game. Well, you knew these are the two highest scoring teams in the league. I joke it'll probably 10 to 7 be a 10 to 7 game. It looked like that way for a while. It's only 14 to 10 right now. However, you're starting to see these two offenses and why they have scored so many points. Well, and now you're the Tigers. Yep. This is the opportunity. Volley back to Fort A State. Can they respond? They're up 14 to 10 with a minute eight to go in the third. And Brem's kickoff is high and booming. It's going to be deep. Soto with his heel on the goal line. That lands about a yard beyond the back of the end zone. So Fort A State's going to start at their own 25, which is going to be their best starting field position of the third quarter. It's their second best of the entire day. Yeah, how about that? But if you're Fort A State, the way special teams have been going today, if you have to take any more kickoffs, I, I think probably just doing the touchback is, is the way to go at this point. Third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today, and remember to drink responsibly. So the Tigers in their own 25-yard line. Pat Kelly, as Jonathan mentioned, dinged up a bit on that last possession. He is out there. Amari Angram-Bolden, Senatuli Teahama at center. Nick Gossage, the right guard, and Christopher Strotter, that large human at 6'7", 400 pounds at that right tackle spot. There's a handoff to Adrian Soto, looks for a crease, slips a tackle, gets spun around at the 30 and gets up to about the 31-yard line, six-yard gain for Soto. Yards have not come easy on the ground, but a good six-yard gain by Soto right there. Daniel Pyburn, a Kearney, Missouri junior, playing in his 26th game for Kearney, makes the sack tackle. And it goes for six, second and four. Great surge by the offensive line. Saw the two guards way up the field. 38 seconds to go in the third. Tigers up 14 to 10 on the Loper or on the uh, Ichabods. They both wear blue. Empty backfield for Fuller. Steps up in the pocket. He's got Ramsey on a little dump down pattern. Ramsey's got a first down. Barrels over an Ichabod, and then a late flag comes in. We may have a face mask. Ramsey gets it up to the 42. Brought down by Garrett Burnett. Kruger, and we'll see about the flag near the end of that play. All the way up to the 42, it's a 17-yard completion. I think Marquise Banny may get called for a face mask here, and that would add 15 more to the play. Whatever's going on, uh, there's a conversation also <laughs> between Chance Fuller and some assistance for Washburn. I think that's Zach Watkins down there. <laughs> Chance is just letting them know what happened. <laughs> they were still talking. <laughs> 
So that play went up to the 42, and then with the penalty, moves it all the way to the Washburn 43-yard line. So with the penalty, it ends up being a 32-yard play. And now the officials getting together and taking it to the fourth quarter. Never mind. Yep, that'll be the end. The clock will wind down. So we've got three quarters in the books. Four-day state with a 14-10 lead. They'll have the ball in Washburn territory when we come back. We'll be back in a minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. 14-10 14-10 Tigers as we start the fourth quarter. Four-day state football brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians for four-day state athletics. Tigers have it first and 10 at the Ichabod 43. That ends up being a 32-yard play. is 17 yards on the completion, then the 15-yard face mask. Soldo, and now we got a flag before this play starts. And a legal motion on the Tigers that's going to go on Christopher Strotter the right tackle so instead of first and 10 first and 15 back to the 48 I just took such a long time the offensive line got down in their stance and then then there was nothing and, yeah. and then the play clock and it was, that just that just took a long time to get going out of a quarter break so it's first and 15 now we owe you a station ID we'll do that after this play it's 14 10 Tigers now we hope the first play of the fourth quarter. Schremer back in along with Okachuku and Ramsey. They're all split here to the right or left side. Soto the running back. Fuller in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's going for Soto up the Tiger sideline and overshoots him just off his fingertips. The coverage by the linebacker, Brooks Peebler. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Fort A. State football. Tigers go for the home run ball. And remember, they got the wind at their back. You wonder if maybe that affected that throw and why it went a little bit long over Soto's hands. Three receivers here to the near side, including the tight end, Butkey. It's an empty backfield for Fuller in the shotgun. There's a little dump down pass to Ramsey. He gets wrapped up after making the catch at the 45, taken down to the 43 by Kevin Neal. It goes for only five, and now it's going to bring up a third down and ten. Now we talked about taking advantages, right? The Tigers did not do that on uh, so far not only did they hold them to the field goal but then you got the face mask penalty put you into Washburn territory to start this quarter we'll call it third down and nine from the Ichabod 42 Tigers up 14 to 10 early in the fourth so far today, they're 6-10 on third down. Butkey and Okachuku here to the left. Ramsey and Schremer to the right. Fuller steps up. Oh, he got his helmet knocked off. He got belted and sacked for the first time by Malik Fall. That is his sixth sack of the year, and Chance's helmet flew off. And Fort A. State sacked on that third down back at the 49. Play that should have never happened because there was a player lined up in the neutral zone. The nose tackle for Washburn had his hand past the football of where Fort Hay State was snapping from. Officials didn't catch it, and now Fort A. State's going to have to punt, leading by four. Just under 14 minutes to go in the ballgame. So Ethan Stassen. Back inside the 40 to punt this one away. See if the Tigers can pin the Ichabods deep. Washburn has nine, and now a flag is thrown right as a snap came through. Maybe an Ichabod jumped into the neutral zone on that snap. We'll see. Delay a game on the Tigers. That was wishful thinking on my part. So that'll move it back to the 46, and all of a sudden, after Fort A. State got the ball in the Ichabod territory, to close out the third quarter. 
It's gone backwards ever since. So now at about the 31, good snap from Van Pelt. And Sossum with a good sidewinding kick. Letcher's going to backpedal and fair catch it at about the 13-yard line. Let's see where they spot it. They will say the 12-yard line. So it ends up being a 42-yard punt, and Washburn will have it at their own 12 when we return. Time out of the field. There's 13.34 to go in the game. Tigers 14, Washburn 10 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Games between Fort A. State and Washburn have been decided by six points or less. It looks like we're in for another one today. 14-10, Tigers up by four. Washburn has the ball at their own 12-yard line with 13.34 to go in a game. Pistol formation for Schurig. Three wide receivers far side. He hands it off to Peters. Tigers try to clog the hole. Peters gets it up to about the 14. John Johnson hits him and holds on. They'll give him progress to the 15. It's a gain of only three and brings up second down and seven. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Fort A. State football. Second down and seven, they hand off again, and now the ball popped out late, a big scramble at the 17-yard line. Peters got the carry, Tigers hit him and dislodged the football late. They're saying they have it. Dwight Niebling on his knees, along with the rest of the crew, tried to unpile. Who has the ball? It appears that Washburn has it back. They do. Wow, that was almost disaster for the Ichabods. Johnson with a big-time hit. Knocked the ball free, but the Ichabods recover back at the 15-yard line. No gain, and now it's going to bring up third down or make that. uh, Yeah, it should be third down. There they change it. Third down and seven. Big play here for this Tiger defense. Fort A. State up 14-10 early in the fourth. Third down and seven for Washburn. They are five for 12 on third downs today. Three down linemen for the Tigers. Schurig takes the shotgun snap, steps up, throws. It's going to be caught by Chase Williams. He used that big body, boxing out like a rebounder to keep Jimon Preston away. Makes the catch at the 28-yard line, gains 13 and a first down. And Chase Williams had to bring himself out of the game after that. Tice Brown, a freshman out of Topeka is going to be in at that tight end spot now, more lined up as a wide receiver. We saw Drew Kite do that in his one year with the football team, a former Tiger basketball player, and it was almost like they're boxing out to rebound. He kept Jimon Preston to where he could not get around him to knock that pass down. So it's a first and 10 Ichabods out to their own 28-yard line. Actually, mark it at the 29 is where they give him the progress. 14-10 Tigers here in the fourth. Play action. There's a little dump pass here on the near side. It is caught by Hunter Browning and Jimon Preston there immediately to bring him down at the 34. So it's about five on that completion. Brings up second down and five. This feels like Washburn's possession, right? This yep. feels like the possession that if they score, it could just completely take the Tigers out of this, even though it'd be such a tight game still. Give him six on the play, second down and four. Washburn from their own 34. Handoff, Peters stretches left side, and Miles Menges grabs him and brings him down for no gain. Menges able to fight through and make the tackle. Good to see him back. He had an injury late in the second, and he's a little slow to get up, but he's all right, hobbling a little bit, but whatever it was, he's good to go. Now it's third down and four, so no gain on the play. Washburn from their own 35. Just inside 11 minutes to go. Fort A. State with a 14-10 lead. It has been a grinder today at Jaeger Stadium. 
Schurig slaps his hands. Now they all look to the sideline. He'll have Williams and Browning, wide receivers right. Lutcher to the far side of the field, along with Offal. There's a pass. They just heave it up to the sideline. It's going to be caught, and it's going to be a Washburn touchdown. It was a jump ball, and Apple was able to out-jump Jimon Preston, who was right there. And Apple just made a better play, and he scores, and the Ichabods have their first lead of the day. Jaeger Stadium. 65-yard touchdown pass. That was pretty good coverage by Preston. Affel just out-jumped him and took it away and takes it in for the touchdown. Here's the extra point, and it is good, and Washburn has a 17-14 lead. Wow. We have a timeout. We'll take the break. 10-24 to go in the game. Tigers have to come from behind again. It's 17-14 Washburn on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Seven plays, 88 yards for the Ichabods. Affle wins a jump ball and scores his fifth receiving touchdown of the season. And now the Ichabods have their first lead at 17-14. 10-24 to go. No time to panic for Fort A. State, but obviously need an answer. Well, and Washburn also on that drive recovered their own fumble yeah. back inside about the 15-yard mm-hmm. line. Fort A. State had the opportunity to go up by two possessions but couldn't hop on the ball. So the Ichabods will kick it away. Bram high and end over end. It's not going to be a deep kick, and it's going to be landing out of bounds. So Devin White was the return man, did a good job of letting that go out of bounds, and Fort A. State's going to get good field position, our own 35 here. 10-23 to go in the ballgame. See if the Tigers can put together a rally here. They, of course, came back from 21 down a week ago. Late in the third. Now they're down three. Still 10-23 to go, but this is obviously a critical drive in this football game. A big offensive line led by center, Senatuli, Teohema, Pat Kelly, Amari Ingram, Bolden, Nick Gossage, Chris Drotter trotting onto the field as we get this play underway. Okachuku and Ramsey split here to the near side. That's the short side of the field. Burtsfield one-on-one coverage over to the right along the numbers. Chapman is in at running back. Butkey, the tight end, lining up in the right slot. And now we get a... Fort A's going to burn a timeout. Wow. Man. Chance, Chance Fuller is talking to well, Dwight Niebling about something. And Chris Brown is, yeah, I, was I, in the ear of the official I'm the entire time. Something with the play clock again, maybe? As soon as they had to burn the timeout, Chance turned right away to Dwight Niebling to say something. And Chris Brown is talking to our white hat. Over by that Tiger sideline while the offense huddles up around offensive line coach and coordinator Jeff Bryant. I don't know if John Zweigert, who's in the area, if he's close <laughs> enough to hear anything. No, I haven't been able to hear anything, but I said the same things you, you, you guys did. And, in fact, I saw a coach toward the side official here talking with him almost the entire time before they took the timeout. And it was something on that side of the field, on the Washburn side of the field, that, um, that they were talking about. Give Jonathan credit. He's following the rules. He's staying behind the dotted line over there and not creeping too close to maybe eavesdrop. But this discussion is still going on. And in a three-point game, that timeout becomes very, very big. And now they're going to bring in 
another official. We're going to have three officials discussing. I'm not sure if this had to do with the play clock or what, but both teams are on the field and ready to go. But the head linesman, the side judge, and our white hat, Dwight Niebling, all huddled up over by the Fort Hay State sideline right now. And, is, and now here comes the umpire. the umpire. Is there a scenario here where Fort Hay State will get their timeout back? That would be huge. By the way, our fourth quarter brought to you by Bud Light Seltzers. Dive in, taste buds. Enjoy a Bud Light Seltzer today and a reminder to always drink responsibly. So now Dwight Niebling, arms crossed, chatting with Chris Brown. The head linesman also over there. That's Troy Davis. Well, whatever it is, it has piqued the interest yeah, enough of the officials to talk about this. Of course, the sidelines now go to the 20, so... Jonathan being blocked out by some of the players from maybe creeping too close to listen to this conversation. you got the offensive and yeah. defensive linemen hanging out <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on, too. John Deere, BTI is your area John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Oxy, Ness City, and Pratt, BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. So Today, four-day state three. Go ahead, John. The discussion is on the kickoff, whether they want to make him re-kick oh, it or then, if they want to take the penalty and I think, or take it where, where it goes after it goes out of bounds. And I don't think they knew exactly what Coach Brown said. I don't think they ever maybe asked him. That may be it. Yeah, you do have the option to make them kick again. So, Fort A. State does not get the timeout back. They're at their own 35-yard line, trailing by three. Play action, fuller throws. He's got a man. It's caught. That is Birchfield. Makes a sliding catch at the 49-yard line. A completion of 14 and a first down for Fort A. State. Marquise Manning, the tackle. Haven't been a lot of catches today for Bama, but... He's had a couple of big ones, one on a third down. This one gets it out to the 48 is where they mark it. Well, Chance threw that one because that went off the finger of a linebacker. Still but, got there. Butkey, the tight end in motion to the right. Now back to the left. Two receivers this way. Play action. Four to throw. Breaks out of a tackle. Can he break another one? Stays on his feet. Throws it late. And it's in and out of Okachuku's hands right in front of the Loper sideline at the 30. He would have had a first down. Christian Clark in on coverage. That ball was zipped by the quarterback, but it went in and out of the hands of the wide receiver, and now it's second and ten. That's great individual effort. Hey, the Tigers just brought in Ty uh, Tyler Lovett into the ball game at uh, center. Teo center. Hama just yeah, came the out. center. Okay, yep, in for Teo Hama. So Lovett, who started the season, he's the Derby product, transfer from Abilene Christian. He's the center. Butkey goes in motion. Now lines up in the left slot. Played up. It's going to be a handoff to Keelan Chapman. Breaks out of an ankle tackle, but that slowed it up enough. Washburn able to converge on him at the 49. It's a gain of only one. And Fort A. State's going to face third down and nine. He broke out of the initial tackle, but it slowed it up enough that he had a lot of help. But there were four blue jerseys. And now a huge third down for the Tigers. Third and nine from their own 49, trailing the Ichabod 17-14 with 9.38 to go in the game. Tigers have not converted anything longer than third and seven today. Six for 11 on third down for the game. Okachuku and Ramsey, wide receivers left. Birchfield by himself to the right. Chapman in the backfield. Fuller in the pocket, throws, caught by Bucky, and he got belted. Big time hit by Chase Williams. And that was a big-time hit. Butke gets up, but he had no chance on that one. That was close to launching. But well, and Tigers are claiming defenseless well, receiver, too. We saw that a week ago. Apparently, that is no longer a thing on Manny Ramsey on the head hunting by the Lopers, and Fort A. State's going to have to punt. 
Even if he catches it, though, it's not a first down. Nowhere close. And now the Tiger have to punt, and they need a big-time stop at 9.17 to go. Florida State, you felt, was in control but missed some chances in the first half. Good snap from Van Pelt and a line drive kick. That's going to go all the way back to the nine-yard line. Letcher's going to return it. He's got some room to the 20, up the numbers, 25 to the 30, and out of bounds at the 35-yard line. So Letcher with a good kick for a punt return, and Washburn's going to have good field position. 9.05 to go in the game. They're going to start at their own 36-yard line with a three-point lead on 17-14. Well, you cannot like the feeling in this stadium no. right now. We have been here many times. Well, Brock. Too many, in fact. We mentioned they've been close here over the years. Five of the last six decided by six or less. It's a three-point game right now, and Washburn has the ball at their own 35-yard line, and they've got their two tight end package, eye formation, handed off up the middle. Willis are just going to run the ball to the Tigers. They get about seven on first down. Starts the tackle, and they carry that pile. They blow it dead at the 43. It's an eight-yard gain on first down. Well, and that's Washburn right now. They're just interested yep. in running clock. 8.50 to go. The whistle blew. They're going to mark. He ended up coming all the way out to about the 46, but the helmet came off of Willis. They blew the whistle, the play down to the 43, but it goes for eight. Tigers nearly got a fumble on the last possession. Washburn fell on it, and then they eventually scored when Affle won a jump ball with Jimon Preston. Second down and two for the Ichabods. Down to 8.35 and counting. They're going to run that play clock all the way down. It's inside of 10. Schurig under center. I formation. Matthew Harris is in at fullback. And now the tight end will almost line up like a second fullback. There's the snap with one of the play clock. They hand it up the middle to Peters. He has a first down that fumbled. A big scramble at the 45-yard line. Fort A. State says they have it. Let's see as they unpile it. The ball came out at the very end at the 46. They scramble for it once again. Who has that football? Fort A. State saying they do. There are five officials trying to untangle everybody. They're telling Mason Price to get his arm out of there. He goes, there's three people laying on my arm, buddy. I can't do that. Fort Ace has it. No, they don't. It's third down, they say. Washburn got it back. Fort Ace came up with the ball, but they give it to the Ichabods, it looked like. Third down, Washburn. They're, well, it'll be first down. It's going to be, yeah, they've got a first spotted. down. They're past the marker. Uh, it was Nasir uh, Mallory. Mallory that came up with the football. They gave it to the Ichabods in a first down. Wow, at the 40 seven-yard line. So Washburn has fumbled twice today. They've recovered both of them, and that may be the biggest one of the game. Mallory came out of the pile with the ball, but they gave it to the Ichabods. Interesting. First and 10, Washburn from their own 47, leading 17-14. We're now inside eight minutes to go in the game. Handoff goes to Willis, and the Tigers gang tackle him and bring him down for no gain one yard of the 48 Jimon Preston the stop but he had help Perez was there Johnson was there and Washburn gets they're going to give him progress to the 49 give him two second down and eight Tigers need to stop there's 741 to go in the game they're down 17 to 14 Washburn's taking a lot of time off already You've heard of four-minute offenses. This is the yeah. eight-minute offense. Yeah. Tigers got the ball near midfield, but 
couldn't score. They had the ball Washington in, to take a timeout. in Ichabod territory. They're going to burn it all the way down, and they're going to burn a timeout. There it is. With 7.21 to go. So Washburn burns their first timeout of the quarter. Back when you were not at the game against Lincoln, uh, John brought something up in the pregame show, and, I, and it's worth revisiting. Fort Hay State in this season you can boil their games down to opportunities and not taking advantage of the opportunities. And in football, you, you're not going to take advantage of every single one of them. But Fort Hayes State lets so many chances slide by. And it was a really good observation by John, and that's exactly what this game has turned into. Well, they got the ball to the 46, had a punt after scoring on a 15-play drive. And then their final possession of the second quarter got it all the way down to the six. Had to settle for a field goal that was blocked. And then went three and out of their opening possession here in the third. They got the touchdown after Washburn scored on a 35-yard touchdown. Fuller hit Okachuku on a 36-yarder. That put the Tigers up 14-7. And Washburn held to a field goal. But four-day state got sacked on that possession that Started the fourth quarter in Ichabod territory. They had a punt and then had a punt on their last one. And now the Ichabods have it at their own 49-yard line with 7.21 to go in the game. It's second down and eight. Again, they go to that I formation. Will Evans is in as a fullback, and they're going to give the ball off to Willis, and he tries to cut back up, and the Tigers are there to bring him down at the 50. Miles Menges there to make that stop. It's a gain of only one. Again, Fort A. State had to burn that timeout on the first play of the fourth quarter or after that kickoff went out of bounds. That looms large. You might think of using one, although there's still seven minutes to go, but they have only two timeouts and, again, another colossal third down here. Third down and seven for Washburn at, their own, at the 50-yard line. Everything has been double-tight eye formation. I would imagine it's a little different for third and seven. Or do they try to do the same? Nope, they're going to go with a single. Single back, that is Willis. He'll line up right of Schurig. Boy, everybody, not past, not much past the hashes here. They're a bunch formation. Schurig on third and seven to throw. Throws it, it's caught, but it's down. Did he catch it? He did. Progress to the 45. It was Williams who got hit hard by Menges. So he gets five, and now what does Washburn do on fourth down? They're going to go for this. They can almost put this game away. And they're bringing in a lot of extra beef on this next play. A pretty good spot to the 45. It looked like more of the 44, but that's where they give it to him. And it's going to bring up fourth and two. Clock at six minutes and counting. 17-14 Washburn. Here could be your ball game. They line up with the I formation. Double tight end. Evans the fullback. Willis the tailback. Long count, and the play clock goes to zero. I think someone on the side. No, it was a delay of game. Yep. They tried to get the Tigers to jump. They did not, and now they'll punt it. Maybe extra to give yep. their uh, punter extra room. Into the wind, though. That's kind of interesting. So they get the delay of game. That'll move it back to midfield. And Tigers give the defensive line credit, did not jump. And now Washburn, in all likelihood, will punt it. Fort A. State will have a chance here with 5.45 to go in the ball game. Fort A. State down 3, 17-14. Real quick, some looks around the MIAA. 
Central Missouri leads Emporia State 38-28. That's with 3.58 to go in the third. Pitt State up 19-7 over Northwest. 3.50 in the third. Southern up 38-12 over Lincoln. There's a low snap and the punt just away. The punter tried to flop. He does not get the call. Good job by Dwight Niebling. Now the Ichabods are going to bat the ball around. A little bit of everything there. The punt will be down at about the 23-yard line, and that is where Fort A. State will have it. Give the punter Lane Spiker credit. The Tigers were close to getting it. He flopped, acting like he got hit, but Dwight Niebling watched it all the way, and Fort A. State will have it at their own 22. Down three with 5.14 to go in the game. Well, it's hard to believe that you're going to get this football back with much, yep. if any time, if you do not score on this drive. Yeah, you got to treat it like it is the ball game. Nebraska Kearney up 7-0. That is at halftime in Kearney over Missouri Western. Scoreboard update brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPAs, Phillipsburg Norton, Stockton, and Quitter. First and 10 Tigers at their own 22. There's a swing pass to Soto in the flat. He catches the 20 to the 25, gets spun around and knocked down at the 26 by Garrett Burnett Kruger. But about a four-yard gain on that first down play. A little simple swing pass. Cardi's done a good job. They've not let Soto get free like we've seen the last couple of games. Well, and that play, remember the Tigers ran all the way back on their first drive, and they kept it until now because they knew they'd get some positive yardage out of it. Schremer, Okachuku, wide outs here to the left side. And Manny Ramsey by himself over on the right. Soto in the backfield, shotgun snap to Fuller. Under pressure, he's hit, and down he goes. Second sack of the half for, Nebraska, for uh, the Ichabods. It was Daniel Pyburn. I think that's his second sack back of the 18-yard line. And now it's a third down and long, third down and 14 for the Tigers. What you could not have happened just did, and Fort A. State has to produce here with 424 to go in a the game. They're down three, 17-14 to Washburn. Butkey, Ramsey, Okachuku, wide receivers here to the left. Alex Schremer over on the right. The running back is Soto. He lines up right of Fuller, who's in the shotgun. Love it in there, still at center. There's the snap. Fuller lobs it downfield, and it's going to be caught by Ramsey at the 50. It's a first down. A lob over two defensive backs. Peyton Lane the tackle, but it's a first down all the way up to the 47-yard line. A completion of 35 yards and a first down. What a dime by Chance Fuller. Had to hang in the pocket, let Ramsey get over top of that safety and put it right on his hands. What a play. Maybe our play of the game if the Tigers go on to score. They've got it inside Ichabod territory. Here's a handoff to Soto dancing along the right end then cuts it upfield. He takes it inside the 45 to the 44, gaining three. Just got that pass over two defensive backs. Justin Akin Mulladen on that stop for the lope for the uh, Ichabods at the 43-yard line. Boy, any less loft, and that ball's knocked down. That was a perfect throw and a great catch. Any more, and it's an incomplete pass <laughs> over, over the top. over his head, yeah. exactly. Second down, and we'll say six for the Tigers at the Ichabod 43. Fuller, time to throw, dumps it across the middle, caught by Butkey at the 35, and he gets his ankles taken out at the 34, but he gets 10. Kevin Neal, who's been in a lot of tackles today, makes that one, but it's a first and 10 for the Tigers. 3-0-2 and counting in the ballgame. Tigers need three to tie, seven to take the lead. They're down 17-14. Boy, Butkey, he took a big-time hit earlier, but he bounced back, and he made a big catch there. Tigers down to the 30. 
four-yard line. Trailing 17-14. Soto to the left to Fuller in the shotgun. Butke lines up as a tight end over here on the left side. Chance to throw, gets a block, throws it across the middle. Okachuku the catch and then brought down for a short gain at the 32. It's only going to go for a couple. Tackled by Garrett Burnett Kruger. Boy, we've called his name a lot. The redshirt senior out of Rockbridge High in Columbia, Missouri. And now a second down and eight for Fort A State. 223 and counting. Tigers have the wind at their back, but they've had some kicking game issues this year. Still probably out of the range of Fernando Avila Castro, but they're looking for a touchdown here to take the lead. Down by three, second and eight from the Ichabod 32-yard line. Fuller in the shotgun takes the snap, quick hitter, caught by Schremer. He's got a first down. He got the foot down and then gets knocked out of the 20 by Marquise Manning. But that'll move the chains. That'll be a four-day state first down to the 20. That ball was out of Chance's hands before Schremer broke out of his route. Pure timing. That is all those extra reps that you put in that we didn't hear about <laughs> before week one and week two. Will pause for a station break after this play. First and 10 Tigers down to the Washburn 20, down three with a minute 47 to go. Trying to come from behind for a second wink in a row. Two receivers far, two to the near. Fuller on the shotgun, slaps the hands. Here comes the snap, the delayed blitz, the pass caught by Butkey, then gets pushed backwards. But he made the catch at the 14. Marquise Manning, the stop. Let's pause 10 seconds. Four-station identification, this is Fort A. State football. Fort A. State inside the farm, up up in the supply red zone. There's a slant pattern dropped by Manny Ramsey at the five. At minimum, it's a first down. Instead, it's an incompletion. There was some good coverage there by Caden Spencer, listed third on the depth chart. We mentioned Washburn, they play a lot of players. So now it's third down for Fort A. State, third down and four from the Ichabod 14-yard line. A minute six to go in the game. 17-14 Washburn, Okachuku, Soto, and the tight end Butkey will be split to the left. Manny Ramsey and Alex Schremer, they're the wideouts to the right. Empty backfield for Fuller. Big third down for the Tigers, or a seven for fifth, make that uh, seven for 13. Here's Fuller across the middle, and it's dropped! Oh, it's dropped by Butkey at the two, he had it! He is so sure-handed, it would have been a first and goal, but he dropped it, and now it's gonna come down to a field goal try. Oh, Hunter Butkey's made so many big plays this year. And he dropped the ball. And now a field goal to tie it up with a minute two to go in the game. This is going to be a 31-yard attempt for Fernando Avila Castro. It would match his career long that he had at Bethany. Ball on the right hash. Snap down, there's the hole, there's the kick from Avila Castro. It's got the distance, and it is good! He knocked it through! Fernando Avila Castro, just his second made field goal of the season. But the Tigers have tied it up with 58 seconds to go in the game. Boy, the Tigers dropped two passes over the middle, both for first downs that would have put the Tigers, what, inside the five, maybe all the way down to the two and kept the clock running in their favor with a chance to end it. And it was two of the guys that, who you would trust. I mean, I'd, I'd throw it to them a, a hundred times out of a yeah. hundred. Well, 50 and 50, but a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah, Bucky's made so many big catches, and you can see right away. He just dropped it. But we're tied. Why not? These two teams played an overtime game in 14. They played again in 19. Tigers won the one, lost the first. Why not? but they still have 58 seconds. 
Got to defend the kick here. And well, and the last kickoff return yep. was, was a really good one. That's where you want to boot Washburn. this thing to the end zone. So Fernando Avila Castro, he's had his struggles, but he booms the 31-yarder to match his career high that he had his freshman year at Bethany. 28 yards was the longest that he had had as a Tiger. He had missed from 39 and 50 this year. He hits from 31. We're tied at 17, but boy, Florida State, another missed chance to maybe win it. And now Senke will kick it off. High end over end. This is going to be returnable, or is it? They're going to go. It goes through the hands. It's bobbled in the end zone. They're going to down it on a knee. It's probably a wise choice there by the Ichabods. Clock never moved. I think he was going to bring it yeah, out. He and was. Dwight Niebling blew it dead. Which it's not a dead ball yet. So Washburn will have one final crack here from their own 25. They've got 58 seconds on the clock. All they need is a field goal to win it and into what little wind there is. You're talking about a kicker. Well, you look at the flag, though. Again, when it gets up, it's still blowing pretty decent. He's, what, two for two this year in that 40 to 49 well, range? Well, it'll be interesting, 48-yarder, his longest. But they've been using Brem to kick not and true. not Cameron Lake, so I'm not sure if Cameron Lake's got an injury. We're not told of anything. There's a little cross play. Oh, Tigers blow it up. They try to pass here to the near or far flat. Will White read it all the way. A completion to Letcher, but he got nothing. About a yard. We'll give him two to the, up. they're going to say he loses three, back to the 22-yard line. So a pass completion that loses two. Clock rolling, 38 seconds. The ball rolled away. Well, they had a win. Blows it away, so that'll stop. The clock will still roll. Washburn, 28 seconds now at their own 22-yard line. Shurig dropping back, little dump pass. It's bobbled but caught by Peters, and then he gets torpedoed at the 27 by Devin White. Picks up five, and there's 14 seconds left. Washburn not in a huge hurry. I think they're going to take their chances at overtime. Yeah, and, and what they really did was they were setting up that first screen to find out, hey, can we test the waters here a little bit, get some yards? We'll use the two timeouts then. So that will be the end of regulation. And for the third time since 2014, Fort A. State and Washburn are going to play an overtime game all here at Jaeger Stadium. We will take a break. We'll be back with the overtime. You're listening to Fort A. State football on the Tigers Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. Fourth quarter in Central Missouri up 45-28 now, leading the Emporia State Hornets as they are early in the fourth quarter in Warrensburg, 19-14. So the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats trying to make a comeback. They're down 19-14 entering the fourth quarter in Maryville, 38-12 at halftime. It is Missouri Southern on top of the Lincoln Blue Tigers. An eventful second quarter there with 35 points. And trying to find the Nebraska Kearney score. They are at home today taking on the Northwest or the Missouri Western Griffins. And it's 14-0 in favor of the Lopers. Early third. So they're going to do the coin flip here. Hales was the call. Head, so Washburn wins it. So Fort A. State's going to have the first possession here in overtime. 
And again, a change in the college overtime rules. Four-day state, they have last played an overtime game. That was against Northwest Missouri State two years ago. Of course, lost in double overtime to the Bearcats. Washburn's last overtime game, guess what? Two years ago when Fort A. State beat them 41 to 38. So they played an overtime game in 2014. Washburn won it 27-24. Played again in 2019, Fort A. State won it 41 to 38. So the ball will be placed at the 25 for the overtime. So they're at the Washburn 25-yard line. Again, you play normal, no time on the clock. First overtime play normal, but then basically you have to go for two the rest of the way. So Fort A. State will have it at the Ichabod 25 here in the first overtime possession. Ramsey and Okachuku, wide receivers here to the near side. Fuller dropping back, pocket crumbles. Oh, he almost was able to break a run, but they got him by the ankles and dropped him for a loss back of the 27. So he'll lose two. The pocket was crumbling. Chance started to run, but he got tripped up back of the 27-yard line. It's a loss of two and brings up second down and 12. Okachuku and Ramsey again here to the left side. Butkey the tight end right along with Wiltfog. Now the Tigers yep. now late Wiltfog, substitution. Yeah, Wiltfog will leave and Alex Schremer will come in. So they'll hold up the play. Clock down to eight. Down to seven. They're going to have to hurry. Now it's at six. Yeah, Washburn taking yeah, their time. Yeah, they're taking their time. There's going to be a delay of game for Fort A. State. There is the – oh, they didn't – they never let him snap the ball. And Fort A. State has to burn a timeout. Gamesmanship by the Ichabods. Fort A. sub late. The defense is allowed to make a substitution, and they took their sweet old time, and the play clock was down to one, and Fort A. State, because of the late sub, has to burn a timeout. And I don't know why teams don't do that more often. I've never understood it. Because if you run in and you're ready to go, they'll let you play. But if you jog in, take your time, get set, they will let you get set. So Fort A. State has to burn a timeout here in the overtime. Want another... Four-day state Washburn game down to the wire, and you talked about it earlier. You're going to look back at missed opportunities in this one for four-day state. They led at halftime, seven to nothing, but felt it could have been at least ten, maybe fourteen. And then went three and out of their first possession of the third quarter. And these two teams, the two highest-scoring teams in the league, it's 17-17 after regulation. So now it's second and 12, Fort Hayes State. And they have no timeouts left. Each team gets one in overtime. Two receivers left, two to the right. Soto now shifts from right to the left of Soto, of Fuller. Chance in the pocket, throws it to Soto. He's hit immediately at the 21. Gain six, brought down by Garrett Burnett Kruger. And boy, they do such a good job of tackling in the open field. We've seen those plays go for 20. That one went for six, and now it's third down and seven. Four-day state from the Ichabod 22-yard line. Just because Washburn doesn't over-pursue. Nope. They just they are in the bend but don't break, and these guys know the, the formula well. Tigers need seven for a first down. Soto lined up as a wide receiver, now jumps into the backfield. Snap back to Fuller. 
There's a little screen pass caught by Soto, 20 to the 15. He gets it to the 16. He's a yard short of a first down. Kevin Neal made the tackle of the game. Oh, now they may give him where they're going to mark oh, it. it's a yard short. He is just short. Neal able to grab him from behind. They set up a screen. But what do you do if you're four-day state? Well, they're going to go for the field goal to take the lead. Man. Trying to make the smart play. If you don't convert, Washburn can then win it with a field goal. Boy, it was a great screen pass, but Neal was able to get Soto down just shy of the first down. He needed seven. He picked up six. This will be a 33-yard field goal attempt to give the Tigers the lead in overtime. Good snap. There's the hold. The kick is up, and that kick is good. He just got it inside the left upright. 33-yard field goal from Fernando Avila Castro. And Fort A. State has a 20-17 lead here in overtime. So Washburn will now get a possession at the 25. They'll work into that end zone. They're all working with the wind at their back. Fort A. State needs to force them to a minimum of field goal here to force a second overtime, which pretty much becomes two-point conversions from that point on. You know, we talked about the limit of the number of possessions. Part of that reason is no turnovers yeah. today. Four days forced two fumbles but could not recover them. One of them was inside the 20. Touchdown wins it for Washburn. They got a lot of inside leverage. Do you run something inside out to try to catch Fort Hayes? Affold and Williams, wide receivers right. Letcher here to the left, one-on-one -on -one coverage. And there's a little hitch pass, goes over in the flat to Peters, and the Tigers snuff it out for a very small gain of one. John Johnson, boy, he's been everywhere in his first career start. Makes that tackle. And he's banged up. Oh, boy. Timeout for the injury. It's a one-yard gain. Johnson made the tackle and then is down, and he's, of course, playing for the injured Lake Heimerman. And can't really tell from here. It looks like maybe a shoulder or something, possibly. Well, in high school, his senior year, he broke a collarbone. I think that's one of the reasons maybe Hayes, uh, Fort Hayes ended up with him because some interest fell off, and Fort Hayes was there to get him. And boy, he's played so well oh, today. Oh man, hasn't he? You got You got to be excited. If your linebacking core, as you're looking at this thing, is Miles Mingus and John Johnson for the next three plus years. What's to dislike about that? So he is on his back right now. Hard to tell from here what exactly they're working on, but he is over inside the numbers, now sitting up. So it was a one-yard gain to the 24-yard line. Our fourth quarter in overtime brought to you by Bud Light Seltzers. Dive in, taste buds, and enjoy a Bud Light seltzer today. And remember to always drink responsibly. We are in overtime. And Johnson is up and walking off under his own accord. That is certainly a good sign. I couldn't tell from here what the problem was, but he made a hard hit. So it's second down and nine. Tigers up 20-17 here in the OT. If Washburn gets a touchdown, it's over. If the Tigers force a field goal, we'll then go to the second overtime. Letcher and Affle, who had that big touchdown catch. That was really the game-turning play for Washburn. He started left. Now he's going to line up over by himself on the right. Peters, the running back, right of Schurig. 
Steps back, throws. It's caught in a great open field tackle by Tyler Cummings at the 20-yard line. Goes for only four. Williams was open, but Cummings got to him quickly and brought him down. They're going to give him progress to the 20, to the 19. So he gets five. And now it's third down and four. Tigers need a stop here on third down and force a field goal try. Washburn, like Fort A State, seven for 15 on third downs today. They're at the Tiger 19-yard line in overtime. 20 to 17, Fort A State. Williams and Letcher, wide receivers near side. There's a throw toward the end zone. It's going to be caught. It is a Washburn touchdown. Inside position. Inside position so many times today. James Letcher able to make the touchdown catch, and Fort A State falls in overtime here at Jaeger Stadium. 23-20, your final score. Another Jaeger Stadium heartbreak for Fort A State. So the Ichabods get the victory. And for Fort A State's playoff hopes, that pretty much nails it in the coffin. It's going to be almost impossible now, barring some crazy, crazy, crazy things around the region. Another crazy and heck of a football game, but the Ichabods pull it off in the OT 23-20. We'll take a break. Post game next. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wharton Burger Construction. Joined by Coach Chris Brown and Coach, a, a game where your team just didn't seem to take advantage of the, the opportunities that they had to, to take this game, whether that be in the, the first half or, or second half. Yeah, you go back and I mean, not taking anything away from Washburn. Coach Sherg has done a great job with this program. They play hard, they play physical, um, they do the things that they need to do to win ball games. They don't make a huge amount of mistakes, but there's a couple fumbles in there. Let's go get those balls that are on the ground offensively, protect the dang quarterback, and you know, give us an opportunity to, to make some throws downfield. And then again, drop balls, drop balls, drop balls. So many chances we had, you know, in that game to take advantage of things. You know, and these guys didn't, and it's maturity. You know, this team needs to grow up, figure things out, work a little bit harder in the weight room or whatever it might be, and take a look in the mirror and figure out, you know, who they are and what they want to do. So hopefully we figure that out you know, was, this week. There were so few possessions in the first half to even score points, just three possessions for each team. It was a, a ball control first half, kind of odd for two teams that are so high-powered. It is, you know, but it was, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, they're not going to give you anything deep. I mean, you saw deep their secondary was playing, so we had to take what they gave us. And you know, then we've got to have guys break tackles and go make big plays out of it. And then, you know, same thing with our defense. You know, we know they're going to run the ball, run the ball, do a little play action. We've got to get ourselves in a position. But, you know, just across the board, too many missed tackles, too many big plays, giving up um, offensively, you know, not protecting the quarterback, not being able to really establish the run game like what you normally do. Uh, we just got to get it figured out. These guys need to, you know, grow up a little bit and, and get to work. Washburn went for it on fourth down several times during this game, even on their first drive. Did that change the way that you guys approached the game at all? Not really. I mean, you still got to get playing it, you know, and it's, it, we, you know, we went for it on fourth down as well. Um, you know, our guys wanted to go on fourth down, you know, a couple of times, but when it's third and one and you can't get it, as a coach, you're thinking, well, we didn't get it on the third and one, so how are we going to get it on the fourth and one? So, uh, you know, we just got to figure some things out, get ourselves right, um, hopefully look in the mirror tonight and figure out what we got to do to truly make this team better and and that's as individuals you know coaches players whatever it might be to, to make sure that this doesn't happen again well this is certainly an unfamiliar territory for your team for the last number of years being three and three at this point it is i mean it, it's it's 
tremendous. Now we've got to have a ton of things happen for us to even have a chance to get into the playoffs. And uh, is there still a chance? There is, you know, but we got to figure out who we are and what we're doing first. And, uh, you know, when those guys figure that out and if they truly want to do this and they truly want to be men, they truly want to play hard and physical every day, you know, then we could be pretty good. But it's, it's the plays off. The plays off are the ones that kill you. Coach, appreciate the time. Thank you.